you spent some time in Japan, so are you're you're familiar with like the hundreds of Kit Kat flavors that Japan has, right? Hell yeah, I am. So when I went last week, I went to Memphis and hung out with a friend, and we went to the International Cordova Farmers Market out there. Mm-hmm. They had Kit Kats. They had a wall of Kit Kats, and they weren't cheap. They were like seven dollars a bag. But there was one bag that was on sale, and I was like, "I'm getting that bag." And for anyone that can see, it's Japanese, right? Is that the green? So a lot of people the green tea? No. So I looked this up because I took a big old bite of it, and I was like, "And on the cover of it, here, hold on." I threw the big bag away because I this was my this is my last pack of them, but this is what the front of it looks like. Is that the apple pie ones? Those are no. delicious. So this is a thing of tea, right here, and then down here you see. Hold on, camera, camera. Where is it? There it is. So then you see this thing of grass or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this is, but I bought it because it was half off, and uh, I took a big old bite of one, and I was like. Oh, this is bad. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently I looked them up because I thought it was uh, oolong tea. But apparently it is uh, hojicha Japanese black tea. Oh, that's delicious. So I thought they were disgusting at first, but they grew on me. Okay. They're not bad. It's like uh, drinking black coffee where you're like, this is terrible. And then you're just like, well, I'm just in it for you know what it gives me now flavor is no no longer an issue so mm-hmm. no that no, that tea uh, is actually like absolutely fucking delicious i don't know how it translates to um well, to that's what it Kit looks Kat. like it yeah it's gray with the tea little things in it so so eh, not, not all kit kats are weighted the same there there are some bad ones there are some really bad ones that's what we need to do. I need to go back to that place and buy a bag of everyone they have, and I need to. Re- that's my next tier list. You got your Sonic tier list. You're doing the Kit Kat tier Kit-Kat. list. Yeah, I could assist with that one. Um, so however, I've had the lemon ones. The lemon ones are super good. The lemon ones are pretty good. Strawberry's um, really good too. I would say. I mean, seven dollars a bag is a lot for bags of yeah. Kit Kats. They it's just like a normal bag of Kit Kat, like the little ones, individually mm-hmm. wrapped ones. Mm. I don't know. I was almost going to say like, let's we'll do it. <laughs> let's fly out to to Japan, but because I was going to be like, I'll save you money on the back. Oh yeah, <laughs> but then I was just like, oh, those tickets are like two grand. So also COVID, and I don't know if we can. I don't know if Americans can go anywhere. <laughs> There's a lot of places we can't go. But oh well, Great. that's fine. It's fine by yep. me. We're good though. That that farmers market, I t- I probably talked about it last week. That place is awesome. Just, I walked over and it was just an aisle of dried peppers, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh yeah, this is my shit. Hell yeah! And I walked into the aisle and I was just like, my nose burns. This is great. So, oh yeah, because I talked about the crabs and that lady that was just like meh, throwing them, yep. the ones that she didn't want. Yeah, 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 yeah. Crazy, but so we yeah. actually welcome everybody. We have, uh, I think this is what, episode 65? Uh, Expo- yeah, 65. S-O-S-O-S-O-S-65. I'm having a stroke. So, but we do have an actual icebreaker that we were, well, not my Discord. Don't want Hi, everyone. This Discord. is our conversation. That's what it was. So, we had a big smash reveal. I'm so happy. I have never 
not cared so much for a Smash reveal <laughs> in my life. Like, I watched it. I didn't watch it the day it came out. I watched it probably an hour before this podcast recording. Mm-hmm. And I watched, and I already knew, like, Steve from Minecraft. And uh, what's her, uh, the female version is Alex from Minecraft, I think, is the female version. I don't know if it is a female version. I just know it's an alt. But they've got four different alts. So it's Steve, it's Alex, it's Zombie, and it's Enderman. Which is just Slender Man. Yeah. <laughs> if you'll... Yeah, it's a thing. I the smash. We're, I'm just waiting for Goku, man. Like <laughs> it's gonna happen. Well, no. Here, so here's the thing. Steve from Minecraft was teased as a potential addition to the Smash verse back in season one, character pack one. Like everyone mm-hmm. thought that it was it was going to show up. Like he was going to be the next character because when they when they were getting ready to announce Joker, they predicted that Banjo was going to be a character, and then they said that an SNK character was going to be. And those three were hard confirms. They got those right. But they also said that Doom Guy and Steve from Minecraft were going to be in there. And when they didn't show up, everyone was just like, okay, well, 60% on the, on the prediction or the leaks. What it probably is is that they were still working through the licensing issues and oh, yeah. developing the character, and it turns out, yes, indeed, you can have your fucking Steve from Minecraft in your Smash Brothers game. Honestly, there's there's two things I'm really excited about. One, I love the meme that's come out of it where Sonic's punch is now confirmed to send you to Minecraft when you die. I love that. I saw that and I was just like, because I know <laughs> Sonic fans now. And I'm just like, they're like, yeah, Sonic beat the shit out of Mario in the reveal. And I was just like, fuck off. Yeah, like, I'm not going to lie. There is a half chub for that. Half chub for that. that that's okay. But more importantly. Sonic just, fans are the worst. They are the worst. They're cancer. <laughs> they're absolutely cancer. And I, I stand that admitting I'm one too. Oh, man. And if I get, they brought it up again. I don't care. I'll say his name. Mr. Haru was like, we got to. Because there was a E! Entertainment or whatever, like, uh, best uh, animated film of 2020. Mm-hmm. And it was like Sonic was in there. But Onward was in there as well. And I was like, fuck Sonic. Onward made me cry. <laughs> Onward was great. And then Haru was like, it was generic. I was like, you know what was generic? Was the fucking Sonic movie. And then I, I sat there for a minute and I was like, don't do this. Don't let sh- don't let your Discord troll you. Like we're at the point where our Discord will troll us. Like I never I never thought I'd see the day, but yeah. I mean, so if you love Minecraft, here you go. Like there you go. You got your representation. This like, one's for the, the char- kids. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, the character looks really technical too, which is weird. Yeah, like like surprisingly technical. Mm-hmm. I-, I think that. You know, for competitive players that actually sit down and play the game and learn about him, they they might be surprised because he does look Steve's interesting at tier. the very least. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say top tier because I don't I don't play Smash enough to, for me to give a shit. I'm just glad that everyone's mad. I I love that so fucking much that this character broke fucking Twitter again. That's great. I love that shit. What was great was uh, Steve from Yo Video Games was having a field day with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, like I said, if this if Minecraft is your thing, there you go. You got your representation. You got your creepers. 
and all that stuff. It's fucking weird though to see that in a Smash game. But I I mean, cuz like all the other characters I guess I don't know, like maybe it's just he's so blocky looking. But like we have like Game and Watch that looks weird too and Rob, I mean, but I don't know. No, he's an ugly character. Like the best thing is the Kirby swallow. Uh, oh, he hell turns, yeah. When he swallows, he turns into Minecraft Kirby. That shit's so great. That's, I love that. That's the best thing. They even showed I think they showed it in the trailer. I don't know if they showed it in the trailer, but there's other stuff that on Twitter that I've been seeing about. So let's just make sure my audacity's going. Just to make sure. I get paranoid sometimes. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, I might need to talk a little bit louder. So, but Worst comes to worst, we, we just turn up the gain. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that's it's fine. It's cool. Yeah, that's that's it. Yay! Yay! Congratulations! <laughs> you got your shit. Goku confirmed. Now I say this, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Now if the next one's Doom Guy, I'm gonna shit my ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, okay. I just want to see the Doom stage. Like you know, it's gonna be great. It's just gonna mm-hmm. be pillars of fire and caco demons in the background and all that stuff. Be like, this one's for the kids, and this one's for daddy. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I honestly don't know who else they can put in there. Like, Dante Sma- or Doom Guy. Smash has really been covering their bases with everybody, and there hasn't been any like hard leaks to be announced or felt out or anything like that. So, yeah, we'll I don't see. Know. my big reveal for me. October 10th, we're supposed to be seeing a new, the final, I think it's the final characters for Guilty Gear Strive, so that we can ah, segue a into real fighting a real game. fighting game. <laughs> I, that joke will never get old. Like, it <laughs> never will get old. It just won't. I don't care what people say. You know. Because it still pisses off Smash players. You know who surprisingly, uh, I guess I shouldn't say surprisingly, but I was I was surprised to see him on there on TikTok. Skrillex is on TikTok, <laughs> and he's developing video games now. Like, I don't know what it is if, if it's like he feels like every single project he touches is a failure because he did from first to last. That lasted like five years. And then he did Skrillex. And all of his music. And and everyone <laughs> fucking loved it. And then, like, it was, like, the immediate drop. Like, everyone started trashing on it. Which I don't mind dubstep or, like, early dubstep. I didn't think it was really that bad. But the newer stuff that came in after that, I was just like, okay, this is now getting to shit. And Skrillex is getting a bad name. So it's kind of like the afterthought. Now he's in development of video games. But... He is doing this thing on TikTok where he says uh, what your favorite video game says about you and just immediately went for the low-hanging fruit where if you if your favorite video game is Smash, uh, you need to send me your address so I can send you a box of deodorant because you smell. You stink <laughs> and you should you should be more conscious of, <laughs> of your own hygiene. I'm just like, God damn. That and don't touch little kids. So <laughs> that I mean, that was the next step. That was the next yeah. step. Which you can That's say the that, lowest hanging fruit. You could say that about Minecraft because we did say that Minecraft is for the kids, and that there was a, there was a post on Twitter of the black guy in the yellow suit going like this. <laughs> when they say Minecraft, Steve is for the kids, and all the Smashers are just like, yeah. Oh no! Uh, it's, it's never too soon. It's, it's so. never too soon. 
Never. SNL made jokes at right after 9-11, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real thing. They were like, we don't know if we should go. Because, like, 9-11, I think, happened on, like, a Tuesday or something like that. Yep. And then SNL was like, they don't ever miss a, a show. Yep. And they were just like, do we go on? And they were like, we got to. People got to laugh right now. It was so. really surprising that uh, that they did that. Like, I, I still watch back every now and then because I love The Daily Show. But I, I mm. like it more when it was Jon Stewart. Like, don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah, I do like the new guy. Trevor Noah. Thank you. I do like Trevor Noah. But there is just something about that that New York sarcasm. That just resonates with me. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. That's a personal thing. Well, I mean, also, like, the John, the Daily Show with Jon Stewart, I mean, stemmed so much. It stemmed Stephen Colbert. Mm-hmm. It's so, uh, it stemmed, I think, uh, I think John Oliver was yeah, on back then. Yes, he was. And then he okay. did Last Week Tonight, which is also a phenomenal show. Yeah. That said, I think. it's on HBO. <laughs> yeah, but we do get free clips on YouTube. That's and true. they're all, like fantastic like he he has some absolutely banging episodes or banging clips where he goes into like 20 30 minute what? segments didn't he just rant isn't there a city that he just like laid into and ranted on him and was like you guys are pieces of shit and all this other stuff was it it started with a d i think they recently got an amazon uh factory there i don't know Zombie Hunter, it uh, could be uh, dc it could be no, DC. No, no, no. Zombie Hunter uh, in the Discord uh, posted about it, and it was in. It was crazy. He was just going off on them. So, anywho, they they renamed it. an entire fucking city for Amazon to to come up where we're at. We had a city called or a section of DC called Crystal City, and mm-hmm. they're now calling it National Landing. They're knocking down like. Five fucking buildings and malls. I think one of them is an apartment complex. Don't feel too bad. It's all rich people that live there. And they're okay. putting an Amazon uh, factory or headquarters over there. Gotcha, gotcha. So. Man, Amazon's one of those companies where I'm like, I shouldn't support them like more than I shouldn't support Walmart. Mm-hmm. But... I thought I was like, I'm not going to buy anything from Amazon for a week. And I was like, what the fuck do I do? But... <laughs> <laughs> I need this my hero figure, and it ha- it's they have it for the cheapest price. I don't so. know. Sometimes you got to make that sacrifice for the small business, man. Got to support I mean, the small business. If Leo and Kathy's uh, corner shop gets uh, the Mirio figure that I need for my hero Academia, then I'm gonna buy it from them. But I Mirio, doubt that's gonna happen. Mirio is a big titted uh, bunny chick, no. right? No, no, that's Mirico. Mirio is the looks like Pit Boy. And he can go through uh, walls. Okay. He's like. It's a difference of one letter. Yeah. And you got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the internet's going to chastise you now. I don't give a fuck. I don't watch My Hero. I'm so behind on My Hero. The only reason you know Miriko is because she's a dark skinned anime character. That That's is, why that you is know accurate. her. That is 100%, That's 100% why you know her. I still I got bet her you name know, wrong. I bet you know all of the dark skinned girls from Bleach as well. Yep. Yes, I do. Which I think is only two. It's it's uh, Yorichi and Harabel. I don't think there's a there's a third one. I think it's just the two of them. Yeah, no. You proved, I, you proved my point, sir. I read a lot of smut, <laughs> and they've been in it lately. <laughs> oh no! All right, uh, switching things. <laughs> Speaking of smut, I'm gonna talk about my week. So. Hell yeah! 
Oh, man. All right. So I need to go back over to the showcase and let you. This is the only way you're going to be able to watch this is through this. This but is that's fine. fine. This is fine. Because your boy started doing is the this... Fatalist update in Lost Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you. This is the hardest fucking fight in any Monster Hunter game I've ever played. Uh, I'll take that back. Some of the older fights were ridiculous that you had to do solo. But this is... It is the best iteration of Fatalis, or Fatalis, as some people call him. That's probably the right way to say it. Now, let's... Uh, I'm just going to skip ahead to the actual fight. Because a lot of it... You get this awesome cutscene where, like, the... Because you're... <laughs> this guy's fucking... All right. That's this amazing. Guy, yeah. So, this is one of the things where <laughs> whatever your character looks like, that's uh, how it looks like in the cutscene. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, anyway, they set up this whole... The Ace Hunter is a character that's been in the game since the beginning. Mm -hmm. He's actually was in uh, Monster Hunter 4 Three? U. Okay. No, he was in 4U. He's part of the squad. That was one of the games where they tried to do a story in Monster Hunter. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically the guy heading the group you were in a part of was Joseph Joestar from Part 3 of JoJo. He 100% looks the exact same. Has the gloves, the hat, everything. Okay. But basically a general from the old world comes to the new world and is like, yo, crazy shit is happening in the world, like fires and earthquakes and shit like that. Last time that happened... Fatalis showed up and destroyed Castle Shrade in one night. Like, Castle Shrade was, like, this huge, like, big society. Like, it was like Gondor in, uh, Lord, in of the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. He showed up and decimated the castle in one night. So, basically, they're like, we think this motherfucker's coming back. So, we're going back to Castle Shrade, and we're going to prepare. We got about a month. No, you don't. He shows up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's get to the actual fight. It, His intro is beautiful. He is legitimately terrifying. I got to ask, is that, a, is that a helm or is that just some dude modding the game to be a fucking gazelle? So it used to be modding. Uh, there's actual transmog in the game now. So you can like. I love it. You can you can get it's called layered armor is mm -hmm. what it is. You 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 get the parts to get the layered armor and then you can just you can wear the good armor, but then you can make it look stupid like that. So it is his hammer is a is a turkey leg. So <laughs> I love it. There is for the PC version there was like mods before this was available. It mm -hmm. was letting people be able to do that, but I was like, I'll wait. But as you're about to see, Fatalist is about to enter and if you are not careful, even with top-tier gear, if you fuck around, one shot is completely capable. Mm. Like, he... So, in the older games, he was very slow. So, like, his moves would hit you and kill you in one shot. But he was very, very slow and predictable. No, they gave him some fucking horse steroids, and now he's just, like, moving around non-fucking-stop. It is insane. Like, I I have a, I was able to beat him once. I got a crew of three people from a, a, a Twitch channel that I, I follow or I watch a lot, and we were able to do the initial quest. Uh, his armor is ridiculously good. It's the best in the game. It gives you, like, if you have a four-piece bonus, it's just like you get automatic double health and double stamina. It has, like, the best slots that you can have. Like, it is ridiculously cool. 
but I've been fighting this. I'm actually, uh, we're going to talk about, yeah, you see, like, in one breath attack, it almost killed him. That is so, so cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he does one move that he, like, hunkers down with his wings. He literally looks like one of the dragons from uh, from Game of Thrones. And he does, a, if you're far away from him, he they might, they might actually do it in this video right now, but he does basically a 90-degree breath that if you're in it, you fucking die. And the key, the whole key is, just like the Elatrion fight previous to this, it was all about breaking the horn. Breaking mm -hmm. the horn to to not nullify his attacks, but to weaken them. This dude so just got fucking smoked. Yeah. Uh, in this first quest, they give you five carts. Like, it's normally three carts, but they're mm -hmm. like, you're going to need more. So, but it's a very, very fun fight. It is, it has phases, like... And also, like, when he does the big breath attacks, you have to run to certain areas or you just get, you know, one-shotted. But it's really, really good. And I'm going to be uh, – I'm talking about streams later in the uh, episode, but I'll be streaming some of this probably Monday. So when this comes out, you guys have probably already missed it. But it's it's very, very good. Uh, I'm very happy with how they did Fatalist. A lot of people are complaining that he's very, very small because old Fatalist was humongous. But I think it's fine for what it is. So a lot of people – a lot of speedrunners were just trying to brute force it and not use the mechanics in the arena, like using the cannons, using the ballistae, using the uh, binding uh, ballista, all that stuff. And they realized really soon, they're like, oh, no, we need to use these things. If mm -hmm. we don't, it's going to make the fight exponentially harder. So that move he just did where he charges up will one-shot you. Because I've been one-shotted by it. That's insane. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, and, like, like usually you want over... You want like over so he's trying to utilize the cannons here because if you get if you get a full like five or six cannonballs off on him, it will topple him and that way you can attack his head. The okay. whole thing is when he's standing up, you attack his belly, so he falls down and you can attack his head. Whenever he falls down, that's when you want to wall bang him because that will run him into the wall and do damage to his head. It's all about breaking the head. You can break the head twice. You want to break the head because it gives you basically it one of the materials you need to make the armor and the weapons is called a fa uh, Fatalis Evil Eye, and you only get that from either having your cat steal items from the monster or breaking the head or getting them from carves. But the best way is to break the head twice, and you're guaranteed one in your rewards for the quest. But I have seen people doing very, very good, and then in the last five minutes of the fight, cart and lose. Like you have to be on your toes the entire time. How long does this fight take? You get 30 minutes to do it. Okay. I've seen the fastest you could do it. I've seen someone do it in the first week because it's only been out for – actually, it's not even been out for a week. It came out Wednesday night. But the fastest I've seen is maybe 18 minutes, so around there. I don't know if that was with two people or if that was solo. There are some people that are have been soloing it, but a lot of people are – the people. there are some streamers, like big Monster Hunter streamers – that are like, hey, I've beaten it enough times. Now I'm helping other people. Because, like, everyone... Oh, day two, someone created a mod for the PC version to weaken Fatalist. So the fight's not as hard. Y'all some bitches that's if you a, do that's that. That's a bitch move. <laughs> it's a bitch move. It's probably the same people that were bitching about the Latreon fight. Mm -hmm. So, but I have to condemn... Or not condemn Monster Hunter. I have to praise Monster Hunter and the team. Because they did a fantastic job. This fight is legitimately terrifying, but also so 
I think the theme is great because at this point it's the old Fatalis theme. And then in phase two, it's a mixture of the old theme and a new theme. And then at one point, I think, I don't know. Oh, it's when you use the Dragonator on him. So once the Dragonator becomes available and you use it, the old school Monster Hunter theme kicks in. And you're just like, I get chills every time I hear it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, that shit. Because, I, I mean, I'm OG Monster Hunter fan. 2004, I started playing on Monster Hunter on PS2. But I'm super excited. Uh, I'm back into Monster Hunter. I'll be playing it again. And I'm very excited for Rise, too. I've been looking at more into Rise. And it's a good time to be a Monster Hunter fan. I'll tell you that right now. It's a very good time to be a Monster Hunter fan. So That fight looks sick. Yeah, so the video that we're watching is actually a YouTube channel called Boss Fight Database. Uh, you can go check out. There's tons of uh, videos out now of people one-shotting Fatal, or not one-shotting, but beating Fatalists and all that stuff, or Fatalists. You can you can go check that out on YouTube or Twitch. That's the best thing, is just go on Twitch. There was a guy that streamed for nine hours. I think his name is SD Shepherd. I watch him on Twitch. He streamed it for nine hours yesterday, just helping people. So, <laughs> but... It is great. What? Iceborne. Yep, that's right. But, yeah. So, that was the first thing I did with my week. So, let's switch on over because I don't have anything for this. We'll switch back to the talk show. So, I had some catering events this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, thir- I actually took PTO on Thursday so I could do a catering event. <clears throat> it was fine. Catering event took 20 minutes. The prep took six hours. So, that's how it is, you know. Got to prep. Uh, we did lasagna, salad, all that shit, desserts and all that. But it was a fun time just to be in the kitchen. And then uh, that was the one on Thursday. That was for one of our – because in our area, I go to one school that's in one city, but we also have other campuses in other cities. So it was – we went and catered an event for another campus. But the one that I went to on Saturday, which I had to be up for at 3 o'clock in the morning because we had to serve at 7 a.m., was on a golf course. So let me tell you, I'm not a golfer. I am not the kind of person to hang out with golfing people. Mm-hmm. But I went there, and we made breakfast burritos. We catered. 7.30 in the morning, I saw more Bloody Marys served than I've ever seen in my life. I'm pretty sure racism came from golf carts <laughs> or golf courses. Because, like, like, I mean, rich white guys is what it was. Now, I can't condemn them. Because I looked in their refrigerator and I was like, oh shit, Love Honey Beer. I've talked about it. It's Arkansas brewed. Very good beer. I looked at it and the guy looked at me. He goes, you want one, don't you? And I was like, what time is it? He goes, it's 745. I was like, yeah, let me get one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because my teacher, my instructor, she had a Bloody Mary. So I was like, you know what? I'm 32 years old. I can fucking drink when I want to. So. But, uh, yeah, uh, one beer in the morning when I haven't eaten anything uh, got me pretty loose. So <laughs> I'm already a lightweight. But I didn't get paid for the first one. Uh, I am getting paid for the second one. Not a lot because I don't think she initially got paid for that much for uh, the event. But you it was fun. She didn't get paid well for a fucking go- like a country club type shit? I mean, for one, they live on the go- – like sh- she lives on the golf course. And uh, it was just breakfast burritos. We only made like 40. And, like, we had 13 left over, so I don't know. I think she kind of, like, broke even with buying the supplies and all that, and then she was going to pay me. Mm-hmm. But I just did it just to be, like, get my name out there in the area. So there we go. Okay. That's what's up. But another thing that 
I recently found, and I need to show in our Discord. I won't show like our personal messages and all that stuff, but I need to pull this up because I just happened to be watching Twitch last night when I was uh, when I was doing my homework, and lo and behold, I found fucking Billy Mitchell's stream uh, channel, and I mean his. I mean it's cool how he has it set up. He has some kind of capture card in the arcade cabinet which is i mean fucking i've seen people do that before but scotty caught some really good pictures of him just looking real lonely in his chats <laughs> when you shared that i actually jumped into his stream and uh, he, he i want to say that he had something like 30 he he had oh let me put it like this um he had numbers that would compete with game tracks. Not trying to shit on game tracks, but Billy Mitchell, you know, for gamer of the fucking century. Oh, it's plastered everywhere. <laughs> it's in the profile. It's in his stream, like like his like title that he has up there. Like player of the century. And I'm just like Gamer of the dude. Century and your direct competition is a dude who plays retro games. And he had like 35 viewers, which I can't talk shit on. I don't. I never had 35 viewers. So, <laughs> but uh, no, it's um, it was it was pretty pretty pathetic. I'm I'm not gonna fucking lie. It was, it was pretty fucking terrible. It, I didn't even go. It was just you know on the recommended on the side. Mm -hmm. It was just like Billy Mitchell. And I was like Billy Mitchell. Now I, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk shit on him too much outside of the scummy shit that he's already done. Uh, I'm actually mm -hmm. somewhat envious of his setup because he's got like two or three main cabs because yeah. they're not obviously not real cabinets he's got no. main cabs for his uh pac-man and one for his donkey kong and like the fact that he's got them hooked up one probably shows that they're main cabinets and they're using modern computer chips and two i mean they're side by side it's it's actually pretty fucking cool so yeah. i mean if he wasn't you just, have an arcade cabinet so maybe you should uh i'd have to bring the bitch in here though don't get me wrong. I I might. <laughs> I might. But, I mean, it's... You need a laptop to stream from. <laughs> yes, which I'm in the middle mm -hmm. of working on that. No. Hey, man, I got the Acer Predator Helios 300. Mm -hmm. It's per good. No, nope, so. definitely. But, he, but was, he yeah. was constantly, like, getting up, fixing his mic, sitting back and just watching the camera not even playing he was just like expecting people to come in and he had already been streaming for like an hour and a half like barely yeah. doing anything when he was doing his uh his runs he was like i'm again not to talk too much shit but he was he's like oh working on the world record for donkey kong and he was getting like a fraction yeah of of like I what the high score is just kept on dying over and over and over again i'm just like i think he also thought his chat was gonna be a lot more people in there mm -hmm. but um, i don't know i was talking i was i was streaming with uh, h2o he's playing fall guys the other night and i jumped in for some games and uh i haven't researched it so i don't have an actual article but i think there was some settlements with the apollo with apollo legend and billy mitchell but they were in Billy Mitchell's favor, which kind of sucks. That does so. suck. I, I'm curious to see, like, not to say that Apollo Legend is, like, the a shining example because he's kind of a shit, too. But, <laughs> I mean. I think, like, his rights to some of the videos, like, had to be transferred over to Billy. Mm -hmm. So, I was just like, 
that's shitty. Yeah. I mean, that's if he owns shitty. the copyright, depending on the circumstance, I would say that's fair. But, I mean, again, fair use is a thing. Eh. I would say more of the defamation. So, I don't know, maybe. Now, Billy claims that all ownership of the videos that slandered Billy. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. so, garbage. So most of Apollo Legends videos that uh, have anything to do with Billy Mitchell are probably Billy Mitchell's now. That's garbage. I would take Which means those he's down. demonetized mm -hmm. them. He's taken them down. All that stuff. Yeah. That's so nuts. We should have. Yeah, that's. But again, we need actual articles or information mm -hmm. to, and before we like. We're just saying this is hearsay that we've heard. So we, we might report on it later. Yeah. So we'll see. But. uh I uh, I finally got all the music that I talked about last week that I got from a, a deceased friend's father. I got all that organized, and I realized that I now own anywhere from uh, six to ten insane clown posse albums. Because <laughs> he his his spectrum of music was all over the place, mm -hmm. like it was just everywhere. But and I was just like, oh yeah, I forgot he was really into ICP. And back in the day, I was like, ICP is trashy and all that stuff. But now, like, thinking about how those two guys are, they are actually genuinely good people. So I'm like, ICP, I don't like the music that much, but I can get behind, you know, good people doing things for for other people. So like, They just want yeah. to do hood rat shit. I mean, I like Fago. Like, I drank Blue Fago for a long time. So <laughs> I don't know what Fago is. Fago is their drink, man. Fago used to be a drink, and then I think they bought the rights to it. So now, like, Fago is ICP's drink, I believe. Fago is, like, Shasta from the Dollar Tree or something like that. I don't even know what Shasta is. It's just cheap-ass soft drink is what it is. Okay. So, uh, dude, so Dollar Tree used to have this thing called Tiki Punch. I've had Dollar Tiki Tree Punch. Tiki Punch is dope, and they also sell three-liter bottles for a dollar. Hell yeah, that, that's diabetes in a bottle. You know how many times I went to bonfires and got <laughs> drunk off my ass off of Tiki Punch yeah, and you put, whatever alcohol you we had? Tiki Punch with Malibu, and then you're, yeah. you're good for the night. Yeah. Also, too, uh, I, I freaking, I've lost it, but yeah, Tiki Punch. Oh, no, in uh, college we would make Hunch Punch. Which is Hawaiian punch and like seven different liquors mixed together. <laughs> it's like a Long Island iced tea with a splash of Hawaiian punch. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> shit was good. Hey, uh, H2O just sent me the screenshot straight from Apollo Legend's page. Uh, to quote Apollo Legend, today I made the decision to remove many of my YouTube, many videos from my YouTube channel. I did this to fulfill an agreement I have reached with Billy Mitchell, but also because I thought that it was the right thing to do. I have t also taken this opportunity to remove a few additional videos that have nothing to do with Billy Mitchell. This has nothing to do with our agreement. I deleted them due to the rapidly changing nature of YouTube. For your own protection, I ask that you not republish any of the videos I produced about Billy. As part of our agreement, I have given Billy ownership of these videos. This means he has the ability to remove these videos if they are republished to YouTube or any other public space. Billy and I agree that it is in our best interest to make the, a deal and move on, and that's exactly what we're doing. I will no longer discuss the topic, either publicly or privately. If you ask, I will just send you this post. I'm sure many of you will be disappointed with the decision, but I believe that as the months pass, you will understand why I did this. He got fucking hosed. That's yeah, what unfortunately, He lost the case, and uh, he's probably in trouble with money, monetary uh, issues as well. 
So there, I don't believe that there was a mutual agreement at all. Mm-hmm. I believe there was a mutual agreement so that he wasn't sued into the ground. But that's unfortunate to see that actual truth got basically lost that one, that, that round, which sucks. That's unfortunate. But we know. We know. Hey, maybe Billy Mitchell will come for us next. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking fight him, man. I will go. I will fight him. I know where I his restaurant's at. I'll shit in his. I'll do an upper decker <laughs> at his toilet. You know what an upper decker is, don't you? No. An upper decker is when you take the lid off the back of the toilet and shit in that. <laughs> I love telling people about upper deckers because they never know what they are. Yeah, you shit in it, and then whatever they flush, like, God damn, this water smells like shit. Like, why does it always smell like shit? And then they take the back off, and you're just like, oh, no. <laughs> Uh, upper deckers are fun. They don't ruin. They don't ruin anything, and they just fuck everyone's day over. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, and, and then the last thing is, I got a pickup. I think you know what this pickup is. You fuck. I'm not gonna disclose any monetary values or anything. Mm-hmm. But you are you are 100 legitimately insane for doing what you did. Oh, so. Thanks to uh, Mr. Christopher here, I now have a very nice copy of Illbleed for the Dreamcast. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I believe you actually haven't seen it either, but uh, this is the case that my Third Strike case was in. So I was like, fuck you, Third Strike. (laughs) (laughs) This is much more expensive than you. But uh, no, it's very nice, intact. Disc looks very, very nice. Uh, It has all the inside stuff as well. The one thing I wanted to bring up, and for audio listeners, I'll make sure to discuss this properly. But in the manual, it shows the characters, which are, you know, Erico and the characters that were in the opening. Mm -hmm. They make these characters look so much more fucking cool in the handbook than they do in the game. Also, I guess Michelle is her name, but she has a fucking Dragon Ball Z scouter. You got to move it over a little bit more to the... Yeah, there you go. Oh, for you? Well, the stream sees it fine, so... (laughs) But, no. Like I said, you're a legit fucking madman, but thank you. It's just money. Uh, This is my... Probably the most expensive game I own now, so... (laughs) That's cool. I thank you for that. Yep. I legitimately, like... I don't think you knew the guy was going to leave the receipt in there either. I'm a little annoyed. And I just, like, I looked at it, and I went, wait a minute. What? And then I messaged you, and you were like, wait a minute. Did he put the receipt in there? <laughs> and then I get a call from you. So, But, no, thank you. I believe uh, that was because you said, and I quote, your hard work on the marathon. So, yep. thank you. Shit, I'll keep doing marathons every year if I get cool-ass presents like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> trying to think. Other than that, that's uh, – really busy with work and uh i've been on this project that's just fucking stupid i think i got i streamed some hades that's what it was i uh i beat i quote unquote beat hades like once you get enough runs where you go all the way through you get all the story and uh you get the conclusion to the game but uh, after that they do a very very smart i'm not going to spoil anything for everybody but they do a very good way First of all, to be like, this is why you have to keep doing these runs to get to the final story. And then after that, it's even they even explain it. They're like, oh, you need to keep doing this because of this. So it's like it justifies the runs that why you keep doing them. Right. So 
the game is very very good we need to actually do like towards the end of the year we need to do like a top five or top 10 of 2020 that would definitely be in a top five for me Hell like yeah. that game is very 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 good i'd give 10 out of 10 like that game is fantastic but then yeah other than that i streamed some fall guys with h2o we were trying to stream last weekend but we couldn't invite each other on PC. We're like, what the fuck's going on? Apparently, you have to have Steam Overlay on to be able to invite people in Fall Guys on PC. So, not the big picture mode, just Steam Overlay. Okay. So, but H2O figured that out, so I was able to jump in and play with him. There's so. been so many times I planned something with H2O, and then, like, bullshit happens. I was supposed to play Foster. fucking KI with him. That's still on the fucking mm. table. He was supposed to show me how to play Teppin. I haven't been able to get around to that, but... A lot of that happens very fun. Happens very fun. A lot of that came down to closeout, and as of Wednesday, I'm officially through. That shit is over. That shit is done. I get to. What's funny is Scotty's busy season's about to start up. Oh, so. that sucks. Yeah, I just took over Wednesday on Megavision. So, yeah. So, but uh, no, that's basically it for my week. Uh, yeah, I'll send it over to you. Sweet. So. I had a lot of shit happen this week. I'm going to try to keep things relatively short or just, like, pinpoint the things I really want to talk about. Uh, Sonic 06, I streamed that on Monday. Holy shit. I tuned in for some of that stream. I thought that I Sonic Heroes that <laughs> was bad. Sonic Heroes is legitimately a bad game. We know this about Sonic 06, though. We know it's bad, but... I've never experienced it. I've always heard it. I never fully... Oh, you've never ex- played it? No. Oh! No. I did not know that you've never played so it So the before. only stage that I've ever played was the first stage. And I never got past oh. it because there is... I don't necessarily say that it's a game-breaking glitch, but it sure as hell should be classified as one. In the first stage... First off, they've got the worst transitions mid-game, mid-stage I have ever fucking seen. There is load screens for the fucking load screens. There's compound cutscenes that have their own loading screens. There's load scenes for the results screens and load screens after the results screens. I spent more time not playing the game than I did playing (laughs) the game. It's insane. So it's a (laughs) win-win. The the ultimate issue with the first stage is that you you have to do all the tutorial island bullshit, and then when you get to Seaside Hill or whatever the fuck it's called, the second phase of that level is an auto runner. For some reason, Sonic 06 has all these fucking auto runners where you just move left and right and you try to really dodge for your fucking life because everything will kill you. It doesn't matter what it is. Everything will fucking kill you. And there is parts of the environment that will automatically kill you. So there's a portion where you don't really have much of a choice but to go up this ramp. If you don't, if you jump off that ramp and you don't clear the fucking bridge ahead of you, you will automatically die. That is a repeating Mm. factor in other stages. But what sucks about Seaside Hill is that if you game over on that, you have to restart the entire game. Because you haven't hit like a save point. Exactly. Yet. There's no there's no save point Ew. until after you beat that stage. So fucking gross. That's 30 minutes that you just what? threw the fuck away because you've gotta 
watch the opening cutscene, which I know that you can skip. And it's pretty funny because I had one of the viewers in my in my uh, shop says, "Hey, there's a really really useful technique that speedrunners use to like get past certain things. If you hit the start button, you skip all the bullshit." <laughs> I don't think you should be able to use these exploits if you're doing a tier list. No, I'm I'm not. So I'm I'm trying to play. You already did the Sonic Heroes one. I already so. did Sonic Heroes, but like I'm not planning Try. on play. So with Sonic Heroes, the reason why I'm not playing that game again is because I'm essentially playing the same stages over and over and over again. Yeah, you got to yeah, do yeah. it for Dark, Amy's team, and then fucking Chaotix. I'm not doing yeah. that. I've already seen the ending. The only really good thing about Sonic Heroes is the music. Yeah, and now, I'm not gonna. You have to play Sonic Boom, right? Yes, I do, and that's also another game that I have not played straight through. Don't use that glitch either. <laughs> I know it's been the patched where... out. Oh, the the knuckle start the stop nu- one. The knuckle. Ah. So I mean, if you haven't updated your game, or if you haven't patched your game, it's still in there. But like when you boot it up, it automatically patches it. Gotcha. So I would have to like not be connected to the internet for for that shit. But gotcha, whatever, that's gotcha. not the point. Um, no, Sonic Sonic 06 is a fucking dumpster fire. Everything, like, the writing is awful. It's bad. What's the girl's name in that game? I think it's Elise. So the last stage I was watching was the desert stage where you had to carry Elise. Oh, my God. And you just... You just went through the fucking stage at one point. You just went, and I went, so, what? <laughs> the mechanic of that stage is that when you're carrying Elise, she has the ability to put a shield around you. The shield is on a cooldown or a timer that slowly builds back up as you're not using it. Right. However, um, the reason why you use it is because there's these portions of sand between the sand road or the blocks or rocks that you're running on or the actual road. And when you start walking on the sand, I guess it's supposed to be quicksand. I guess Sonic is not able to run on sand dunes. I guess. Or maybe magically. she's just such a fat ass that she makes you go through the but sand. But you just immediately fall through the stage. So yeah. you have to use that fucking shield. But my issues are is that not only – that being a factor, but the 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 targeting is terrible. Mm-hmm. The targeting is absolutely fucking awful. The the story is stupid. It's abs. <laughs> it's one of the dumbest things I've ever fucking listened to. And Sonic games are not necessarily known for their story, no. so that's not doing any favors for it. Sonic feels so slow in this game. He 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 feels like he's walking. It's a slow fucking game. Yep. Like. It's not fun. They constantly are switching you between other characters. Like, Tails isn't all that bad, but Tails was more useful in Sonic Heroes than he is in Sonic 06. He can fly faster. Uh, His bombs button doesn't get, like, fucking stuck in shit. Oh, rings have their own fucking physics because when you lose (laughs) rings, sometimes you just can't pick them up. You're just not able to pick them up. Oh, I remember. So I And they don't... they just exist. They're just <laughs> items that you can literally fucking kick. They just exist. You can <laughs> Um boss fights are absolutely horrendous. I sat there for almost a half hour with the silver fight with a guy oh, coaching yeah. me the entire way. And yeah. he was just like, "Yo, this is a secret. When you fight silver, don't look at him." I'm like, "What?" 
He's like, yeah. no, don't listen. Don't look at him. Listen for him. Yeah. There's certain it's no cues. use. Yep. Yep. It's, so you have to listen to if you if he catches you in the air and he's saying it's no use, just restart because you've already lost. He's got you in an unblockable. He's got you in a a, a loop. Oh and my god. Like there's no iframes. There's no like rest for you when you get hit and you get on the floor and you can go do something. No. Silver just loops you into fucking oblivion if he catches you in the air. So you have to one, you have to be grounded the entire time. And then, like, you have to hear him say certain cues for you to jump back and just hit him from behind and hope that you nail him. It's it's a fucking train wreck, dude. That fight was so fucking dumb. What's your bottom tier? Like, is it F? E. E? That's Can you make an F for that one? Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. F for fuck this game. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I told I, I, I didn't knew know I knew Sonic 06 was going to be bad. I didn't know. I I knew it was going to be he bad. Wasn't I, ready. Didn't know, I wasn't ready for this. This is <laughs> that's insane. I love it. I love it. You've been getting a lot of traction because of the Sonic tier list, too, on your kind of you know what? It's it's not just the Sonic stuff. It's also been the fighting game stuff. But I'll get into that later because I went on a fucking adventure with a certain game. But anyway, other things I've been playing. I, I was really excited for Super Mario 35. And oh, yeah. I finally played it, and I am not really that impressed with it. Scotty's pretty good at it. <laughs> no, I'm pretty good at it, too. Like, I am consistently in the top three. Consistently. Yeah. I've never won a game, but I've consistently got second and third place, which, I mean, woohoo. My issue is this. There are people that are just clearly super good at this game right like i i know i'm good at mario i do i am a little annoyed about certain aspects of the game because how do i put this i feel like the the mechanics of the game has been altered to i guess trip up players who have been playing super mario brothers like forever Yeah, like speedrunners um, and stuff like that. He's slower. He's uh, Mario is slower. He's floatier. He doesn't oh. jump as high. Because, like, for example, in World 1-2, if you get on the – when you're about halfway through before you get to the three pipes where you can go underneath and get all the coins, uh, you're able to jump onto the ceiling and just and then, run yeah. the ceiling. Right, right. He's, he can't jump that high. He's not well, that would break – I guess that would break the mechanics for what Mario But you can is. do it in another section. Oh. Like, I, I've done it at certain points. Like, the way that the, the the game works to, like, press you for difficulty is that when you kill enemies, they get transported to either attackers, people with a lot of coins, or people with not a lot of time. Okay. And the strategy in the beginning is either to leave it on random or leave it to most rings. And then from there, once you start getting hit with more attackers, you just switch to more attackers. The Fire Flower is the most broken item in the game, followed by the Star. And you want to be a little bit strategic. Well, I say strategic, but it's all based on random luck. Every 20 rings that you get, you can randomly... uh, 20 coins. 20 coins, thank you. Whenever you get 20 coins, you can use the roulette to randomly get either a mushroom, a star, a pow block, or a fire flower. If you get the star and you had a lot of attackers target you, they can send anything from Goombas to fucking Bowser. 
just oh. all the Bowsers on your fucking screen. But if you get the star, it's But over. if you get the star, you just run straight through them. Yeah. But again, not only that, you get the pow block and everything dies. You get the fucking fire flower and everything fucking dies. You it's just really have to the be mushrooms that the, the, is the worst. <laughs> exactly. So my issue is is that you're going to run into those those five six people who are just really good at Mario games, and then it just becomes a war of attrition where you're waiting for <laughs> some stupid bullshit to kill you that has nothing to do with the impact of other players. Every single game that I played, I've had over 300 seconds to clear the stage. I've had 500 coins, and I'm just killing enemies. And we're literally just giving enemies to each other the entire fucking game. And there are just portions where you could be like, I don't feel like killing these guys. And you exploit something, and you just bypass it all. But the thing is, is that... You may be killing them fast, but so is everybody else. Right, right. And so I was in one game for 35 minutes, dude. Oh, God. Every single enemy that you kill gives you one to two seconds if it's the first kill. If you use the fire flower, you get one second. If you do the hop, you get two seconds to three seconds to four seconds to five seconds, and it compounds. Ah. If you use the star, I think it's two seconds per enemy. So Jesus. you're just constantly giving enemies to each other. So wait, this, the level doesn't end if you get to the end. It just ends. no, it goes oh. to another stage. So at the end of one one, you go to one two, you go to one three. Oh, oh no. you're at, you're level twenty one. We're gonna send you to three five three four. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's some level of challenge, but it just. I don't know what once you get used to the stages, it's really just a monotonous chore. Like, I don't think the game is balanced enough to give people actual fucking challenge. It's just whether or not how good are you at Mario one? That's just what it comes down to. Hmm. And can you deal with the stupid mechanics that we've changed? I need to check that. That's a limited time release, too, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's out for six months. So I, I, I need to play it, play it while you have the chance. And then, you know, judge based off of what you think. I, I wish it was more. I, I honestly wish there was more to it because it just, I don't know. Right. Not super entertaining. Uh, uh I hold, bought, hold on one go second. Ahead. You got, you got a lot of light on your face. Is there anything you can dim that better? That's much better. There you go. Yeah. I spent this weekend reorganizing this room i bought a whole lot of hardware i bought a new monitor yeah i bought a new monitor because i've been wanting to update my monitor because i want something like meant for fighting games so i got a lenovo legion input (laughs) lag.com well it's it fixes it it's got a delay of one millisecond so that's really fucking good it's a i think it's a 2k monitor it's big. It's a big fucking monitor. Like, I'm surprised by how much... I opened up Word, and my fucking paper was like this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, this is 100%. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. So, I, I mean, use uh, inputlag.com. That's a... I believe... Or it's displaylag.com. Okay. It's a, a website specifically made for computers and monitors. It's like reviews and stuff for that. For mm-hmm. low, low millisecond, like low input for those. I've been using right. that for years. Well... This is a really good. I spent like five hundred dollars on this fucking. Monitor. Ah, I spent five hundred on mine too. So <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a really good monitor. But in addition to that, 
I have a new arm over here. I bought a second AT2035. Uh -oh. I've got two addition two additional mic stands over here. I got oh, You got you, you expected people to come over? Well, yeah, because that was the thing, because like my next purchase is actually to get a laptop because I want to start streaming on the couch for when I get people over. Like yeah. when I'm by myself, I'm in here. When I got the boys over, we go to the couches and we're a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, because you got like, a new couch too. So Exactly. So like Keon comes over every other weekend or so, and we just play fighting games, which speaking of fighting games, this past weekend, one, I tested out the new patch or the new season for Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. It, it's a good patch. They they fixed a lot of problems. A lot of problem characters are no longer a problem. Um, I know that you don't play, but Matera is an archer. Um, I, I, remember, I remember you talking about her. She used to be, like, fairly fucking broken, followed yeah. by Fairy, who uses a whip. Pretty much, if you've got long range, you've got the fucking advantage, outside yeah. of, like, Shoto characters or the Shoto generic characters. Percy got nerfed a little bit, which was my original main, but now there's a new fucking problem, and he is a fucking problem. The new character for GBFV is Belial. Belial, first off, great fucking name, and I know the source material from the Bible, and he is it, dude. He, right. he is this smug, pompous asshole. And, like, design-wise, like, I'm... Look up, look up Belial. See if you could pull a trailer for fucking Belial. He he's got some great fucking design. However, I really want to meet the the project lead who signs off on the move set for all the characters because I want to know why he thought that this was a good fucking idea to make a character like him. One, he's got the stupidest poke in the game. He his two M or his yeah. uh, his down medium. He goes down and he kicks forward. He's got decent reach on it and it's plus on block. So he could just poke for fucking days without any fucking punishment. He's got a 5H. His 5H is a two hit combo that's cancelable after the first hit. And it's got a huge hurt box. Like he just deals damage all fucking day. Okay. His, his unique skill is a counter. But here's the way that it works. It lasts for about three or four seconds. He walks forward, and it, the move is called Give Daddy Some Sugar. If you hit him with anything, if you hit Belial with anything, he will immediately teleport to your position and stomp you. It's not an overhead, because that would be too fucking much. But still, I, I could just reach out and fucking touch you. I right. want to see if they actually show it. He, his design, his moves, his fucking supers, all of it is, is Parades amazing. Lust is his theme. Yep. Oh, it's it's great. I love this character. I'm just upset that because well, these fucking shades. Yeah, he's fucking cool. He's Yo, fucking he has cool the dragon shades. shades. <laughs> but no, his move set That stop is, is gross. So ridiculous. He is disgusting. Look at that. What? He's got two grabs. He's got two grabs. He's got he's one got a grab. He's got fucking dodge. That, he's got a grab that reaches immediately at the beginning of the match. And then he's got another command grab where he just walks forward. If you EX it, he hits you from fucking anywhere. He just walks forward until he can't walk you until he reaches you. It's over at that point. He oh, Lord. he is a crazy 
crazy Here's good a combo video. Dude. Oh yeah, no, his combos are fucking disgusting too. It has it's kind of like how how the Monster Hunter community is split uh, on yeah, yeah, certain yeah, yeah, monsters yeah, yeah. like the elemental dragon that you first brought up and now Fatalis. Everyone is freaking out about Belial because GBFV is in such a what's the not a critical state in such a disarray i wouldn't necessarily say disarray it is i'm just gonna say it's in a critical state because people are worried that the game is not going to last that long and season two is is writing on whether or not the game is going to live and if you have a character like that where (laughs) a lot here's here's the thing i am i'm a c-rank player i haven't played since the game first came out because the characters that I liked just weren't that good and there was other games to play. Like, I was really grinding Guilty Gear and I decided to come back to that because I like Belial. I'm a C-ranked player. I was beating ass against S, double S, triple S, triple S players. Just with Belial. Just with Belial. He, you, you swing out for free. It's cheating. Look at this guy. His projectile, you can hit another button and it expands the hitbox and it does multi-hit for you to fucking punish. Like, he's he's just ridiculous, dude. He's stupid. Yeah, he's doing, like, consistently 75% combos. Yeah, it's it's dumb. It's absolutely fucking this stupid. This is Marvel level of bullshit. <laughs> it's, it's pretty fucking stupid. I need to watch that combo video because that's... I'm going to borrow stuff from it. Even though I say he's cancer, borrow. <laughs> even though I say he's cancer, uh, I, I'm. Well, of course, yeah, you're gonna use him until you can't anymore. <laughs> well, no, I just really like the fucking character. He's cool because you're shit. an edge lord. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess that's what it comes down to. This is the embodiment of an edge lord. <laughs> <laughs> Besides that, I got sucked into the world of Fantasy Strike. I know. I sm- Let's look I talked up. so much shit about Fantasy Strike as a fighting game, that it's baby's first fighting game, which it is. It still is baby's first fighting game. I am surprised how fun it is. So this is what ended up happening. Me and Keon tried playing this. Um, When we first played it, there is an attack button, special one, special two. Not, Not a whole lot, anything special. That's a fucking steal from Zangief, is what that is. Oh, you're watching Rook? Yeah, there's a there's yeah. a lot of comparisons to be made to other fighting games, especially Street Fighter. Uh, Rook is just that fucking image. Rook is actually the player that or the character that I use, and it's funny that okay. you're showing Onimaru here because the guy that jumped into the the stream played him. But what ended up happening is that we didn't like the game. There was a dedicated jump button. It was fucking me up. I'm like, I can't play a game with a dedicated jump button. You can't push up. No. You can't remap no. it? No. So so Ew. you can remap it. I didn't know it existed. So I went ah. through the buttons. I realized after this guy came in, because this dude, we already stopped playing. And we tried another game called um, Something Revolt or Raging Revolt. It's supposed to be a cross between Guilty Gear and Smash as far as, like, mechanics-wise. Couldn't get that to work on fucking pa- on, uh, on stick either. So we were going to finish the night with King of Fighters thirteen. And then this That's a good one. and then this guy comes in and he was like, Yo, do you want to run some fantasy strike? And I'm just like, uh What? <laughs> not really. We played it. I wasn't really that big of a fan. He was just like, Aw, bro, just give me one match. And I'm like, I'll give you one all match. Right. I'll give you one match. So we go in there and I start looking through all the options because the free version does not allow you 
to do anything but verse the computer once, right? And I'm like, okay. that's that's kind of dumb. But other people can invite you, and then you have access to everything. And I'm like, right. okay, that's... So he just invited you. So he invited you. me. I got access to the full roster. I was able to see everything. The first character that I used was like this big-titted painter girl, and I hated okay. her. She was garbage. And I only I only played that in the two main characters, and I'm like, I'm done with this game. When I started <laughs> when I started playing against this guy, his name is Jordan J. I'm I'm 99% sure that that's his name. He okay. is a dedicated Fantasy Strike streamer. That's wow. that is all he plays and he's fairly good. He plays Onimaru and we just start going into it and he's talking mechanics. He gets a buddy of his from whatever Discord they came from and they just start feeding me mechanics on every single character. And as oh, no. I start playing them, I'm just like, yo, Rook, Rook is fucking cool. This, like, other characters, I'm sitting there, I'm like, there's this guy, I forget his name, but he's, like, all about clocks and, and sprockets and shit like that. He's almost, yeah. like, a cross between, like, Ryu and Guile. So, so you, can't, you can't crouch in this game. So there's only, there's only standing blocks. There's only attacks that, that fucking stand and block. Um, so no, okay, no footsies? No, no, no. It's, it's very footsie orientated. Everything is based on whether or not you're holding forward, back, or standing, or neutrally pressing the attack button, and then mixing in your specials with it. It's got the weirdest fucking throw tech game I've ever heard uh, or ever seen. So in order for you to tech the throw, you don't press anything. You just stand there. And if they grab you, if they grab you, not only do you tech the throw and grab them instead, but your special meter fills up to 100%. It's like this. Don't do anything. If you just don't do anything. So I remember Wooly talking with the developers because they showed up and they started, you know, testing out Fantasy Strike and playing the game. And he's like, we made this to be like stupid proof. Like, okay, here's special one, special two. They don't do anything else outside of those those few things. In order for you to do your special, I want to say that it's like two the, the the two special buttons put together, or it had a dedicated button. But if you jump in the air, you do another special. It's completely different, but you can only do that as a counter. So if the enemy pops off and tries to attack you, and you're in the air and you pop off your special. It counters whatever the enemy is throwing out there. It's a fascinating okay. game because the, the the characters are so fucking diverse. Like really, really interesting things. You have you have the uh, the panda who's essentially a mix between Platinum the Trinity from Blaze Blue and Faust because he's all about randomly throwing out different items and shit like that. You can get hurt. Sometimes the enemy gets hurt, but he's just he's like the goofball character. There is... Oh, yeah, I'm seeing now. He goes for a grab, and she's countering it. Right. Uh, Rook is all about the grabs. He's got three different grabs. He's got his standard grab. He's got his unblockable grab. And then he's got uh, a special where, in this game, it's all about units. So you see at the top of the life bar, yeah, it's it's not like a traditional life bar. It's about a certain number you, of you units. You've got sections. You have, you have sections. Yeah. Certain characters have more health. Certain characters have less health. If you block... You don't necessarily take take chip damage, but that unit of health b- gets damaged, so to say. And if you get hit 
two or three times, it will deal the damage to you after a certain period of time. Like if it's in repetition, you don't recover that that uh, that right. chip damage, so to say. There's this dude named Midori. He turns into a fucking dragon. I thought he was trash, and then I did his special, and I became like fucking one of the dragons that you save as Spyro. And he just grabs for days. I was spamming the same fucking thing. And when I was playing Rook and Midori, and after I finished those things, you just see Jordan, like, jamming the fucking rematch button. He's like, no, run that shit back. Run that shit back. <laughs> and that's just kind of like how the, the fantasy strike bug. Oh, God. So you're a fantasy so, strike streamer now. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't, I'm not going to say that I'm a fantasy strike streamer, but I like the game enough to, to play, practice, and try out ranks sometimes. It's funny that the characters that I like the most are the worst characters in the game. Rook is trash. Rook is hot fucking garbage because he's so fucking slow. Man, we need Hakan level of grapplers back. Yeah. Hakan is Hakan was my shit back in the day. He was such an interesting character and such a good mechanic. Mm -hmm. Like, you're always throwing that oil on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was great. No. I need Hakan in Street Fighter V. No, Street Fighter VI. No, maybe maybe he'll be maybe he's the hidden character, but that would be great. So no, uh, all right. Fantasy Strike is surprisingly good. Uh, the game was like sixteen bucks. I I caved in. I bought it. And I'm just like I can't believe I'm buying this fucking shit game. Oh yeah, I'm seeing the character roster now. Yeah, it's not it's not huge, and I don't know if that's a good fighter doesn't need design. a huge roster. It, it honestly doesn't. the The game is very well rounded. Solid eight. So, yeah, I would I would give it a solid eight. My last thing that I want to get into, there is an arcade that just opened up near my house. That's oh, it's yeah, actually, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> so it's actually not a dedicated arcade. It's it's around one. So it's kind of similar oh, okay. to like, uh, what what are they called? Dave and Buster's ones. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say Dave and Buster. But it's it's a it's a bowling alley, but they have all the other stupid bullshit. So it's, it's well, I mean, you have to you can't just do it be a dedicated arcade anymore. You have right. to have ver, uh, versatility. But I'm surprised. One, most arcades that you go to, they don't have fighting games all that much. They might have oh. like one or two. This one had twelve dedicated machine. No, wait, it was more than that. Also, Eight, COVID twenty one twenty one dedicated machines. Now I'm gonna get into a, like kind of the shitty thing about it because all the seats were checkerboarded on where you can sit so you weren't you weren't able to sit directly next to each other which kind of defeated the purpose of playing certain fighting games because some of my boys came by they wanted to challenge me in some games and they couldn't because the seat across from me was out of order and management wasn't willing to change it because it was like well then these two machines nobody can play that said um, they're trying to maximize profit instead of making you have a exactly, good time. and that's because of COVID. Right. So. That said, I'm very impressed with the selection of games that they have there. All of the machines are imported from Japan. They're I forget the name wow. of it, but I want to say like they're the Taito machines. They've got yeah, yeah, yeah. they've got Samurai Spirits, the new one, or the Samurai Showdown, the new Samurai Showdown. I guess Street Fighter Five. They've got Blaze Blue Central Fiction. They got like Chrono sit down Fantas- cabinets. Yes, yeah, sit down cabinets. Wow. Yeah, they got Marvel vs. Capcom two, Marvel vs. Capcom one. Uh, oh wow. Street Fighter two, Street Fighter Third Strike, Street Fighter Alpha zero, uh, three zero. Um, they got the JoJo game. 
<laughs> they don't have the JoJo game. At least I don't think so. But some of the cabinets. Shit tier arcade. <laughs> but some of the cabinets had like like 20 like different cabinets, fighting right? games. Yeah. It, it, I, I want to say that it was like some sort of link cabinet. And they had multiple games on there. Like they had like some obscure shit. They had the Rumblefish on there. Like I was playing. I don't know what that is. It, it's a niche fighting game from Japan. It never came over into the States. Like there were people that were sitting down. It's like, well, I've never played this game before. And I'm looking over. I'm like, oh my God. It's that game that I can't fucking <laughs> you're that, pronounce. You're that one guy. <laughs> I, I'm the one guy. I'm just like, oh, he's in Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. He's fucking garbage. <laughs> And he's just like, this isn't Blaze Blue. And I'm just like, oh shit, that's the actual game? No, it's cool. They've had Darius. They have the good version of the Yu Yu Hakusho fighting game. Ooh. So the PS2 version of mm-hmm. Dark Tournament is a fucking dumpster fire, but the arcade version is amazing. It's super good. It plays like Virtua Fighter mixed in with like Yu Yu Hakusho stuff. Uh, they have Darius. Oh. They have. Um, they had. Ruga? <laughs> they didn't have. I don't know if they had Ikaruga. I, I'm. I'm just telling you, dude. They had a lot of different things. This is like only thirty minutes away from you, too. Right? It's thirty minutes away from me. I loaded up a thirty dollar card. I didn't even go through half of it. Now, well, part of that fighting games too. Part of that is like I was playing a lot of Blaze Blue. I was playing. You were Central, winning, and I was winning. Like I had a group of people behind me watching me. I'm just like, yo, let me play you. And I'm just like, get on, the, get on the other fucking side of the thing. <laughs> Six feet, get away. Fight me, bro. Uh, oh, man, I might, I'm going to take some PTO and just drive up and hang out with you for a week. <laughs> you should, bro. It's awesome. It's awesome uh, over there. What's the, what is the drive? Let me, let me, let me see what the drive would be. It would probably be at least a two day drive. Rendo, what's ter- good? I am terrible for driving. Uh, let's see. I mean, you could keep talking. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, the it, it was really like okay. Another thing is is that on one side it had the like on the right side of the arcade cabinets, like those you can fight like face to face, yeah, or you could face off on. But like on the other side, like Marvel vs. Capcom two, you could only play that solo. And I'm sitting there, I'm just like, oh, that's, they don't have a that's yeah. a waste. Like it's only that one two. section. Yeah, you need two for that game. But they had like X Men versus or Marvel versus uh, Street Fighter, and they, you were able to do uh, to face off on that one. You were able to do two player on that one. I'm just like, why exactly. that game of all fucking people? Yeah, or of all fucking games. I mean, it's only a 15 hour drive, so <laughs> you should do it. You should do we'll it. See, yeah, no, I I drove down there around like three, three thirty. I didn't leave until about eight, and I was just like, I have a podcast to record, and oh, that's why you were late today, <laughs> you motherfucker! I get a message from you, you're like, hey, we gotta push thirty minutes. And I was like, all right, no big deal, it's thirty minutes. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I so I was de- so Keon told me about it. My buddy Keon told me about it because he works over at the mall, and he was just like, "Yo, round one is open," and I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." He so it's an like, actual round one. Yeah, it's a no shit round one. Okay, so I've been to a round one in California. Okay, I mean, and it's they cool. had the they had the Japanese game. What is it? The game when you had the two guns and you're like running around like uh, it's an I don't know if it's like a mech game or something like that. I couldn't understand Japanese, so I wanted to play it. Wooly always talks about it whenever he went to Japan. He played it and. 
it was insane and it was I'm, crazy i'm not sure i mean i think they did have that because there were some guys behind me that were playing with the guns yeah because uh, like you put the guns together and it does different shit and all that other stuff that's cool no i yeah. was just i was just playing fighting games the entire time but like i i dropped keon off at work at like i want to say nine ten o'clock in the morning and then I go over there at 3 o'clock, like 5, 6 o'clock rolls around, and he's walking through, and he sees me, and he's just like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> I haven't, I never left. <laughs> I, I've just been here all day, bro. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, if you're, if you're not spending thir- like 30 bucks a day, and you're not even getting, that's not bad. No, it's not. It's it's super good. Now, um, someone like me, I'd probably blow through it really quickly, because I suck at fighting games, so... You know, it, it would probably be more advantageous if they try to, like, promote their fighting game community out there because they'll get a lot of money. You only get one credit per round. You Everyone know what you need to do? You need to be the guy to push it and run the Yeah. Tournaments. Yeah. I mean, I, I can try doing that with Blaze Blue, but here's the problem. The only active game that they really have there is Street Fighter V, and they only have one face-off cabinet. Uh, and that cabinet does not take run forever. One, it would take forever. Two, the fucking I don't think that cabinet is optimized for Street Fighter V because there are certain stages where the frame rate is so fucking bad, it's oh. terrible. But there's a lot of cabs over there that runs Blaze Blue Chrono, Fan, uh, not Chrono Phantasma, Central Fiction. So I'm just like, since a lot of these cabs play this, oh, they had King of Fighters 14 on on some of the cabs there. Like, we could try probably doing something like that. I, I, we'll and then you see. get your laptop and you stream from over there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, like, they have, like, rooms. Fuck this podcast. <laughs> like, party rooms over there to, oh, yeah, to like, yeah. do shit like that. So I, maybe. I would look we'll more see. into it once COVID, like, once the vaccine gets administered. Once the vaccine gets shit. administered and, you know, we'll we'll see what ends up happening. But that seems like a very... A very possible thing to do like run tournaments over at round one that huh. would be sick yeah this uh i go through memphis nashville roanoke charlottesville i go through all that to get to you 14 so, hours that's a that's uh that's a trip 15 hours and i'm terrible like i fall asleep after four so oh, goddamn. <laughs> the longest i've done was from austin to jonesboro where i used to live and it was a 10-hour drive and it was bad. That sucks. <laughs> the last two hours, I was like, no, no, no. That one wasn't as bad. The one where I had to drive from Dallas because my flight got – I landed late because of some shit that happened, and my second flight got can- – or I missed my second flight. So I had to get a car. That was seven hours. I got home at like three in the morning. That last hour, I was just like playing metal music, had the window down on the highway, mm-hmm. punching myself and pinching my leg. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It was tough, but yeah, that shit I don't know. We'll see. If I'd be like, if I were to say like, "Hey, Hallie, I'm going uh, on a week vacation without you. I'm driving to Virginia. Goodbye." <laughs> I don't know if I would have a wife when I came back. Yeah, how would so, that go? So, I mean, I got points. I could fly. That's a lot faster. Yeah, so, I'll fly out here, take a weekend off, and we'll go do dumb shit. Fuck that. I do a week. I got like 150 hours of PTO, man. Oh goddamn. Yeah, man, I can't use it. COVID killed everything. So. Oh, well. That's, oh, that is 
some pretty mostly, good weeks there. That's, that's a decent week. There was more, but I forgot. I just want to hit the important shit. You were like, fuck clothes out. I'm playing fighting games for all day. Pretty much. <laughs> I started like looking up because I got an EverDrive for the N64. So I'm just oh, like, yeah. one thing I had never really like looked into or noticed is that N64 fighting games, like in my eyes, didn't fucking exist. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. Did you not know about War Gods? No, I didn't. Because I know about War Gods, and that's the one fighting game I will fight you in. <laughs> so, that game's garbage. Uh, yeah, no. Bio Freaks? There's some interesting... I was playing, like, Fighter's Destiny, and there's... Yeah. I knew that there was one fighting game that's in the back of my, my brain housing group of me being over my friend's house. His friend came over... And he had this weird fighting game that had that revolved around earning stars or earning points. And there's one stage where it's black and white. There's a Joker face on it. And I'm just constantly like, what fucking game is that? What game has that fucking stage? It's been killing me. And it's Fighter's Destiny. And that game, it's a game. <laughs> is it? It's a game. So it's point-based. So... If you knock the player off of the stage, you earn one point. If you earn a throw on them, it's two points. If you sweep them, it's three points. And the goal is you earn seven points in the match. So, that, like, the life bar goes up all the way. It's got... This is a, like actual wrestling. Yeah, it's, it's, it's trying to use, like, a very unique fighting system. But the thing is that the game pretty much revolves around you throwing the enemy or you yeah. throwing the opponent. And, like, you can chain throws. Like, you could tech a throw and then try to throw them, but they could also tech it. And the... Tech, 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 tech. Yeah. Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. So, oh, man. I mean, I'm That's looking That's one of the reasons that. why I wish we lived closer to each other. Because, like, we just play stupid shit all the time. Bro, I've been playing so many fucking stupid fighting games lately, or just stupid games in general. Like, the first day that Keon got here, we were playing, like obscure fucking shit there's one there's one fighting game that's based off of a a mystery anime like it's an anime about like sherlock holmes type shit case closed uh no no it's not case closed oh, okay. it's like has something to do with like vampires and shit but all right Never yeah mind. it's 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 weird i don't even know who made it but you are you are literally my fucking wooly which means i have to be pat and i don't want to be pat you could hold that <laughs> you could hold that i don't want it I don't want it. I don't want it. I also learned that uh, the refresh rate, this monitor is 165 hertz, mm -hmm. and certain games just run like fucking rabbits because I played that one game, and it was so fast. I'm like, why the fuck is this game running so goddamn quick? I had to go in and lower the refresh rate. I'm learning about isn't computers it, as I go. Isn't it's, it nice? It's it's gorgeous. <laughs> I played so when I I hadn't I forgot I hadn't played Monster Hunter on this monitor until I booted it up for the Fatalis stuff mm -hmm. and I got on there I was like I gotta change these settings and I got in there I was just like God damn this monitor is beautiful <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so fucking happy with this purchase man I'm still on the 3080 hunt it's still been tough oh but... I gave up on that I'm not gonna try and I'm next still year. on it like I just I've actually. The power supply, because it's recommended that you have a 750 power supply. Mm -hmm. Luckily, the one I wanted, uh, when it hit October, it went on sale at Best Buy. So I, I have the power supply. I'm just waiting for the 3080s to come in stock. And, I mean, I'm going to get one as soon as I see it. So Yeah. That's I mean, sure. you also have a 2080 Super, don't you? 
I have a 2070 Super. I mean, it's it's practically the same card that's in or comparable to an Xbox uh, One X. Like it, it it's yeah. it's good. It's, yeah, it's, I, I have the 1080. Right. I have a GT. I have a GTX 1080. So you're the one who little... needs the update. I don't necessarily need the update. I just want it. Give me that good shit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our first article that we have is. Uh, it's actually the title of our stream is that Xbox Series X is fast as fuck. So review copies of the Xbox Series X has been has been have been sent out to publications and influencers alike. And the general consensus remains that the Series X is a fast, well-oiled machine. I believe I saw a Lana Pierce got one. Uh, young. I yeah. Think young. Yeah. Got one. I think Rich got one. Uh, but them babies is thick. That's a thick bitch. So the Xbox Series X is, of course, more powerful than its predecessors in terms of graphical prowess. The overall takeaway is that Xbox Series X should instantly improve the quality of many games in your library. However, many games that have locked frame rates or resolutions likely won't see much of, it, uh, much of improvements to traditional rendering. They will, however, see improvements like the machine-created machine HDR. The improvements of the Xbox Series X go beyond the rendering capabilities of the AMD CPU and GPU. The next-gen PCIe 4.0 NVMe SSD is the MVP of the hardware. Loading games from your library is faster. Loading your save files is faster. The console boots up in an instant. Navigating the interface is blistering is in blisteringly spe speedy. Sorry, navigating the interface is blisteringly speedy. Uh, this is a simple. This is simply a better console to use than anything we've had since 2013. And anyone who plays on a console every day probably won't regret their $500 pre-order. The most significant and obvious improvements will, with existing games on the Xbox Series X is the massive change to load times. The Verge noticed load times drop, or I'm sorry, the Verge noticed load times drop in pretty much every single game they've tested over the past week. Games like Sea of Thieves, Warframe, and Destiny 2 have their load times cut by up to a minute or more on the Series X. Though writers were not able to play next-gen titles that take full advantage of the Xbox Series X, it's clear that your back, uh, your back catalog will get a boost from the new console regardless of whether or not your favorite game has received any specific Series X optimizations. They already never want to see the Xbox One X ever again. That's promising. That's good news. That is That's promising. pretty nice. And you know what? I say that the Xbox Series X is thick. It is big. It's not as big as I thought it was going to be. I saw some comparisons. It's still pretty large. I saw some, some, some comparisons between that and the other Xbox consoles. Uh, it's a little bit taller. It's definitely thicker. It's like yeah. two Xbox 360s, like two OG Xbox 360s with a little yeah. bit extra on top. It's, it's pretty fucking big. Yeah, like it doesn't look as bad as I thought it was going to look. <laughs> the Xbox Series X looks a lot better than the PlayStation 5. Yes. I would rather take a black box on my shelf rather than a fucking a binder Seto, a, with a, a Seto Kaiba yeah. uh, cosplayer. So <laughs> it's it's an ugly baby. No, I, that's good. Like I was reading the article and I'm like, of course. Like I, I have a PlayStation 4 Pro with an SSD in it, and I'm like, I'm reading this. I'm like, none of this is new to me. Mm. And then I was like, wait, I am privileged in the console world. Because then I thought about it when I tried to load a game on the PS4 in the living room, which is a launched PS4 without a solid state. I was like, oh, 
this is for fucking peasants. So <laughs> <laughs> I have I have the king of kings in my fucking office. That's where I'm going to play all my games mm-hmm. and play. And like you could really tell with Monster Hunter, like you can those load times are ridiculous if you don't have a PS4 Pro with a solid state. I mean, I still run my base model PS4 and it takes for fucking ever yeah forever to get into matches or just fucking play anything like i'm I'm still going through ghost of tsushima i haven't touched that game in about a month and a half because Mm -hmm. other shit but thankfully a lot of the areas in that game just like load up seamlessly but getting right. into that game takes for fucking ever. <laughs> Loading it's got a lot up to load, man. a major cutscene takes for fucking ever. And the game is still gorgeous, even on base PS4. Right, but, right. You know, still. Yeah. I mean, this is good. Uh, I'm actually, to be honest with you, deep down, I'm rooting for Xbox this uh, this generation. I'm not going to say and that. I love my PlayStation 4, but what I've been seeing of the PlayStation 5, the Xbox Series X just looks better. <laughs> I'm not necessarily saying I'm rooting for them, but what I'm saying is that Xbox has certainly taken the time to try to level the playing field. They better do better. You know what I mean? They have right. no excuse but to do better. So, I mean... Their bar was set pretty low with the last gen, so hopefully, like, they'll get the bar a little bit higher. Yeah. That's the problem. The PS4 has such a high bar that if the PS5 is not to that level, then it's just... Like, oh, this sucks compared to the PS4. Just judging based on the games that I play, I know that I'm probably going to get the PS5 first. Because, I mean, like, with with the shenanigans of the pre-orders, it's completely, like, ruined my plans of getting both of them at launch. It's just not going to happen. But the fact is, Demon's Souls is a PS5 exclusive. The fucking... Right now. Right now. Guilty Gear Strive is a PS... is on PS5, and I need to have... I'm it's stupid, but I need to have one for my fucking console and one for my fucking PC. That's just the way that it is. I've said it before. My my upgrade is that 3080 if I can fucking get my hands on it. So no, no, I'm 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 happy for this. I'm very happy for this. I'm I'm, I'm also cautiously see... optimistic. So yeah, I'm also just excited to see some more Sega stuff come out of it because I mean Yakuza, Yakuza Seven yeah, is going to be like a, dragon, a launch title. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping for like the new stuff coming in in Fantasy Star. So, Game Pass is good, looking good. Yep, it's looking better than anything anybody else has right now. So, all right, I concur. All right, well, here's the big one. Oh, also, I wanted to hit this tweet. Uh, Jeff Keeley, uh, load times vastly improved across the board. I tested Fortnite, Warzone, Ori, Batman: Arkham Knight, even older titles like Modern Warfare Two and Gears of War. The original 360 disc versions. Load times plus quick resume makes moving between games almost like alt tabbing. That's that's crazy. Yeah, that's fucking insane. I wonder how many games it can juggle though. I mean, if we could get a review copy, we could definitely test (laughs) that out for everybody. So (laughs) I will gladly jump on that sword. I will take that bullet on that one. Good luck. Whose cock are you sucking? Uh, I don't know. All right. Uh, The big one. Yep. Apple and Epic continue to spar over antitrust laws. Uh, The judge overseeing an ongoing antitrust dispute between Epic Games and Apple has proposed a trial by jury, which is likely to take place in the next year. 
The first hearing in the case was held via a three-hour video conference yesterday and saw both sides argue their case directly to the judge for the first time. Judge Yvonne Gonzalez Rogers didn't offer ruling on the restraining order Epic has requested, but would compel Apple to return Fortnite to the App Store according to GameBeat's extensive write-up. However, she did propose the case be elevated above a single person's ruling. I think, personally, this case should be tried by a jury, she said. I don't think individual judges have the be-all and end-all here. Gonzalez Rogers expects a full trial could begin in July of 2021 at the earliest. To quote, I think this is going to be a fascinating trial, she said. Walled gardens have existed for decades. Nintendo has a walled garden. Sony has a walled garden. Microsoft has a walled garden. In this particular industry, what Apple is doing is not much different. Epic filed an antitrust lawsuit against Apple back in August after the company removed Fortnite from its iOS app store. Google did the same thing on their Let's Play store. A move made in response to a hot fix that introduced direct payments, subverting Apple's 30% fee on all transactions and violating the company's developer guidelines. Much of the arguments heard during this hearing were repeated and, or elaborated on from previous motions and filings. Epic maintains that Apple is conducting a mon monopolistic practices and preventing it from competing by not allowing it to take direct payments. Apple has reiterated that any harm against Epic is self-inflicted wounds, since it has purposefully chosen not to adhere for, to the developer rules it signed years ago, and that Epic could continue this litigation while removing the direct payment hotfixes and adhering to said rules. However, some new insights into both sides were gained. Gonzalez Rogers asked when Epic believed Apple became a monopoly, given that it was viewed as an innovator around 2007 and 2008 when the iPhone and App Store were respectively introduced. Catherine Forrester, representing Epic's outside counsel with Kravitz, Swain, and more, said that it was after Epic entered a marked in 2018 and after Fortnite's firm negotiations with Apple this summer failed. Forrester said that Epic had to resort to using the hotfix when the said negotiations were exhausted, which is apparently why the company sees this case as so urgent. The judge also asked why Epic finds 30, uh, Apple's 30% fee so objectionable when it is arguably the industry standard. To quote, if we look at the video game industry, the 30% seems to be the industry rate, she said. Steam charges 30%, GOG, Microsoft charges 30%, and consoles, PlayStation, Xbox, Microsoft, Nintendo, GameSpot or GameStop, Amazon, Best Buy, all of them charge 30%. Epic doesn't. Where's the lack of competition? Gary Borstein, also of Craveth, Swain, and more, said that the 63% uh, of iOS Fortnite players play on Apple's platform. Since Apple prevents Epic from running its own store, the iOS user spends more money than those on Android and are more valuable to Epic, but Apple is currently cutting them off. Epic's lawyers observed that, that the daily active players in Fortnite iOS have dropped by 60% since the game was removed from the Apple Store. Apple's external attorney, Richard Doran of Gibson, Dunn, and Crutcher, argued that Epic has not provided enough evidence that the iOS Fortnite players could not just switch to playing the game on other platforms where it is still available. He added that only 10% of Fortnite players on iOS play on a regular basis. On that argument over the use of direct payments, Epic observed that the app developers who provided physical services such as ride-sharing apps like Lyft and Uber, and even video apps like Amazon Prime Video are allowed to use direct or alternative payment systems on iOS. Apple argued in-app purchases for things like games are not a separate business in the way that Epic examples showed off. 
to quote, Epic's factual allegations provide no support in defining IAP as a separate single-sided market product. Where the alleged tied product is essential is the essential agreement to the overall method of business that is sold to the customers. Courts view them as one product. Or courts, yes, courts view them as one product. Jesus Christ is long. Gonzalez Rogers agreed <laughs> that she did not see the in-app purchases as a distinct separate product. However, Epic said in its gamble on introducing direct payments proved there was such a demand of an option. Between August 13th, when Epic first implemented the hotfix to August 27th, 54% of Fortnite players used direct payments on iOS. We eliminated Apple's ability to say that there is no separate product, said Forrester. Uh, we show that there is. Gonzalez Rogers agreed that it is good evidence, but does not mean that you can't go back on compliance with Apple's ruling. In response to Apple's claims that the hotfix was sabotaged, the judge agreed that Epic was not honest on how it implemented direct payments. To quote, you were not forthright, she said. You were told that you couldn't do it, and you did anyway. In response to the claims that Epic's campaign against the company, including a pre-prepared short film and an anti-Apple in-game event, it has been very calculated. The firm's outside attorney said Epic had to plan carefully, knowing that Apple would retaliate against the hotfix. To quote, we took on the biggest company in the world that is fighting us hard, and we knew that, said Forrester. Epic has not asked the court for any damages, only that the ruling prevents Apple from blocking Fortnite from the App Store and allows the developer to take direct payments without paying the 30% fee. Apple, meanwhile, is seeking compensatory and punitive damages, attorney fees and interest, plus restitution and disgorgement for all the earnings, profits, and other alleged ill-gotten revenues Epic has received while violating the terms of service. Epic Games has also filed a similar lawsuit against Google after introducing direct payments and seeing Fortnite banned on the platform. Google has urged the courts to treat the two cases differently rather than bundling up with Apple, citing crucial differences between how the two mobile platform holders operate. It also assesses that it has yet to receive an official complaint from Epic. Yesterday, or I should say maybe Thursday because I don't know the date this thing came out, uh, the company announced that next year's Android release will make it easier for people to use third-party app stores, but it is doubling down on the 30% cut of all payments for digital goods through the Play Store. Holy shit. Is is Epic just trying to be the edgy, like, we're, we're not going to play by your rules? I don't like, necessarily think so. And It seems like they're taking the... They're doing... They're trying to... Like, they're taking all the wrong avenues. Like, you can't... You cannot break a contract that you you've been a part of. Like you can't break it that way, and then get mad when you get caught. Here's the way that I look at it: Epic is challenging a an established guideline that has existed right. and was established by essentially the establishment, the the major yes. tech companies that own the these industry. platforms, the the industry standard, so to say. Epic doesn't have a platform that they can just do things on their own outside of the Epic Game Store. They don't own a phone. They, they haven't made a phone that allows players to, you know, buy from them directly. They don't have anything first party, so to say, outside of the Epic Game Store on PC. Yeah. So when it comes to the issue with Fortnite, they're trying to maximize their profits. And what they're trying to claim is that Apple owns a monopoly even though there are other phone companies out there, other service providers and other platforms yeah. 
Um, I don't see the monopoly. But they're doing the same thing. And I think that that's what they're trying to challenge. They're trying to say that under the guise of um, competition, to, to build better competition, to see what platform is more beneficial to the other, they're trying to challenge this by creating the hot fix and allowing direct compensation be given to Epic for their digital services. But they're they're doing it the, the wrong ways, though. They're breaking agreements and, like, like I'm fine. Well, first of all, I want to, like, I believe I speak for both of us is we don't give a shit about either of these companies. Yeah, I don't this give is a just a This is a dick-waving contest. Like, one company's not getting as much money as they want, and they think it's bullshit, and the other one's like, this is how shit goes. Give us the money that you owe us. Well, honestly. We don't give a shit about either one of them. Honestly, I think this is the right way to go about doing it. I, I, I honestly so? think so because what you're now doing is you're forcing litigation and you're forcing the law to come in and observe whether or not that standard is lawful or should be considered lawful. Is it right that a developer has to kiss the ring every single time they want to make something? Now, on the other hand, this is like the argument that I had with my wife when we talked about this. Apple owns their hardware. If you want to service it on Apple, you have to pay me. Like I want yeah. my cut out of it, but the developers yeah. turn around. And it's like they didn't, they didn't, they they made a phone, you know. They're not putting in all these extra hours to make this product, and they're automatically getting a thirty percent cut. It can go back and forth. You can say yes, they own a monopoly on all the people who play on Apple. It's all about like combating with words and finding a way to twist the words in your favor. I don't know how else to fucking explain it or describe it or anything else other than that. I also really don't give a shit. But to be yeah. honest, if I look at it from the console point of view or the – I mean this is something that Epic has been doing with the Epic Game Store by offering 82% instead of 70% of all profits be giving to the developer for the sake of exclusivity. Right. So I think Epic has a history of trying to challenge that in order to grow their brand, in order to grow their platform. But this is the next step, and I don't know if this is a mental misstep on their part because – I mean I just keep looking at Epic as trying to be the Robin Hood of the video game world where it's like, oh, we're going to take – you know you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. right? They're trying to be – we're for the gamers, by the gamers, and all that. I'm like, dude, you're just another fucking company that's just trying to, like, if you become as big as Apple, you're going to be doing this exact same shit to maximize your profits. Right. Shit changes when you're on the top. So, yeah. I mean, we'll they're trying to, and they're trying to claw their way to the top so they can do that. Like, I don't, it, like I said, we don't give a shit about either of these companies. Like, fuck them. I don't give a shit. But it's video game news and we need to report it. So, I don't, I don't even, like, I think that the implications from this case is going to Could be affect. is going to be very important looking forward. It's either going to solidify gonna, well, the standard or mm. it's going to cause a huge mix up because if Epic wins, then everything is fucking free game. Every single games as service is going to do the same fucking thing one way or another and they can look back to this case and say, you did it for Epic when it came to Apple and Google. We want to yeah. do it on the PlayStation 5. We want to do it on Xbox Series X. Whatever it fucking is. So, and I, I guess it ultimately hits uh, one of the areas of video games that we really love is the indie world. Yeah. 
this this yeah. would be a boon to small time developers. I don't give a shit about AAA. Uh, I look more at the indie ones because mm-hmm. that's where the better games are. I mean, we got some big AAA games that we do enjoy, but we're more of indie guys. Yeah, definitely. So, well, Chris got his out of the way. Thank so. God! Holy <laughs> fucking shit! Oh, this next one, I I saw it coming from a mile away the minute I saw the fucking delays. Uh, CD Projekt Red backtracks on pledge not to implement crunch for Cyberpunk 2077. Polish video game developer CD Projekt Red told employees on Monday that six-day work weeks will be mandatory leading up to November, uh, re- leading up to the November release of the highly anticipated Cyberpunk 2077, reneging on an earlier promise to not force overtime on the project. Red, a subsidiary of Poland's biggest gaming company, CD Projekt SA, has been criticized previously for engaging in crunch, an industry term for excessive overtime in game development. The practice often lasts for weeks and can stretch out to months or even years. CD Projekt Red co-chief executive officer Marcin Iwinski last year told gaming website Kotaku that the company would be avoiding the uh, mandatory crunch and was committed to allowing employees to work without overtime. But an account from a CD Projekt Red employee recently, as well as an email to staff earlier this week, indicate that the company hasn't lived up to its word. The employee, who asked not to be named discussing private information, said some staff had already been putting in nights and weekends for more than a year. In the email, CD Projekt Red studio head Adam Badowski wrote that he was optimistic about the state of Cyberpunk 2077, which stars Keanu Reeves, and that they just had to sent they that they just sent the game to be certified for release on Sony's Play, PlayStation 5 and Microsoft's Xbox Series X. Now he wrote, it was time to fix the game's many lingering bugs and glitches. Quote, starting today, the entire development studio is in overdrive, Badowski wrote, elaborating that this meant your typical amount of work and one day of the work week. Or I'm sorry, one day of the weekend. The extra work would be paid as required by Polish labor laws. Many other video game studios don't pay for overtime. Quote, I take it upon myself to receive the full backlash for the decision, he wrote. I know this is in direct opposition to what we've said about crunch. It's also in direct opposition to what I personally grew to believe a while back, that crunch should never be the answer. But we've extended all other possible means of navigating the situation. In a post on Twitter Wednesday, Badowski said CD Projekt Red employees can continue to count on bonus payouts amounting to 10% of the company's annual profit. This could prove to be a lucrative sum as analysts estimate the Warsaw-based company's net income will rise 11-fold to $2 billion, which is $520 million in 2020. CD Projekt Red had 1,079 employees at the end of June. So that's good that they're getting paid, but the only reason they're getting paid is because of the Polish laws. If CD Projekt Red didn't have to pay them, I don't know if they would. Uh, CD Projekt Red, I think, generally has a history of taking care of their employees. This is the first time like, like Crunch is going crazy. And maybe that's not necessarily right. true, because I did hear that there was like levels of Crunch with the development of The Witcher 3. Yeah. How many times has this game been pushed back? They're two or three yeah. at least. They're obviously targeting the holiday season, and from their viewpoint, them pushing it back another go around does not justify them losing out on those profits. It's shitty. It's shitty for them to say that. The first time when so the first I would say the first pushbacks were probably 
due to mismanagement. A crunch ultimately boils down to someone didn't manage something pr properly. Something didn't get managed right. Someone didn't allot enough time for debugging or anything like that. I would say the most recent pushes were because they wanted to go to next gen. I can I can concur with that. I would believe yeah, that. Yeah, we've, we've talked about that before. Mm -hmm. we, I think it was a couple months ago when we said it was getting pushed back that we, we knew that new gen consoles were coming out and that's why they were pushing it and i believe a lot of people the consensus on it were like hey it's fine take your time make the game right i want a good game and i want it on the next gen because mm -hmm. it's going to look fucking great but i just don't like crunch i i don't think you can ever justify the crunch i mean i see people i i don't it, i see them on twitter and they turn around they try to justify the crunch because one they're getting an insane payout I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know if you've done the math, but that is before taxes, f over $430,000 per employee if that's what they were to get. That's insane. That is an insane amount of money, which, you know, granted, well-deserved, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's... It... I, like I said, you never, like, and I can't say that, what I wanted to say, because I would say, like, you never see crunch in a well-managed project. Of course you don't, because it was well-managed. Mm -hmm. But there's very – I mean, I see it – I mean, I'm not going to go into specifics, but I see it in the company I work for. There's crunch. There's... We sit around on our dicks, and we're like, oh, we got enough time, and then something happens or something doesn't go right. Mm -hmm. And then now it's like, hey, we got to work the next two weekends. And I'm just like, this could have been avoided if we did it the proper way, but we wanted to not do it that way, so okay. Right. I think we can all kind of agree that we've been in some kind of situation like that. That's what closeout is, man. Closeout is <laughs> yeah. like catching up on all the bullshit that you didn't take care of throughout the entire year and like playing cleanup. It's a mess. I hate that shit, man. It's... I'd rather just it's like so I think about it in the kitchen. Like if you're cooking, there's two kinds of people kind of when you're cooking. There's people that cook and they let all their dishes pile up and then they clean it at the end. Mm -hmm. And then there's people like me where I cook and clean as I go. So, like, if I know I'm cooking something in the oven and I got to wait for it to 30 minutes for it to finish, I'm like, that's 30 minutes. I can fucking do my dishes. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go do all my dishes. And then when I get done with that, boom, boom, boom. And then by the time everything's done, I can just walk out. Right. But there's there's not – other people are not like that. So it's crazy. So. Anywho. Uh, and then, yeah, here's the tweet from uh, Adam Badowski on Twitter says these last six weeks are our final sprint on a project we've spent much of much of our lives on something we care for deeply the majority of the team understands that push especially in light of the fact that we've just sent the game to cert and every day brings us visibly closer to shipping a game we want to be proud of this is one of the hardest decisions i've had to make but everyone is well compensated for extra hour for every extra hour they put in and like in recent years 10 percent of the annual profit of company generates in 2020 will be split directly among the team we'll see we'll see so the last article that we have is nintendo 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 argues that joy con drift isn't real nintendo is reporting reportedly arguing that switch joy con drift quote isn't a real problem or hasn't caused anyone anyone any inconvenience those are the words of Chimicles, Schwartz, Kreiner, and Donaldson Smith, 
uh, CSK&D for short, a U.S. law firm which is calling on consumers to provide video accounts detailing the negative experiences they have with the Nintendo Switch controllers. The drifting Joy-Con issue, which causes analog sticks to register movement even when untouched, was brought to wider public attention with the, company with the company's filing of a class action lawsuit in July 2019, which I believe we reported on. It alleged that Nintendo is fully aware of a defect which causes Joy-Cons to drift and accused the company of unfair and deceptive business practices. In March of this year, U.S. District Judge Thomas S. Zilli approved Nintendo's move to compel the case to arbitration, but also rejected the platform holder's bid to dismiss the case. CSK&D is currently working to pursue the case through the arbitration process. According to online reports, it is now replying to co consumers who have previously contacted it about Joy-Con drift problems and asking them to supply short videos outlining the issues they've experienced, how Nintendo dealt with their complaints, and whether it has affected their confidence on the company's products. Quote, thank you for your con thank you for contacting our law firm about the Nintendo Switch Joy-Con drift litigation, reads an email from the law firm uh, republished on Reddit. We are working on putting together a montage video clips from Nintendo Switch owners such as yourself as a way to give voice to the Joy-Con drift issues you've experienced. End quote. This will be helpful to us. At, oh, I'm sorry, it's not end quote. This will be helpful to us in responding to Nintendo's arguments about how it isn't a real problem or hasn't caused anyone any inconvenience. In an effort to humanize and demonstrate these issues and their impacts on consumers, it would be helpful to our prosecution of the case if you would submit a short 90-second or less video to us describing your experience with the Joy-Con drift on your controllers. CSK&D requests that videos are submitted by October 16th and said it intends to share them with Nintendo's attorneys and company's representatives. Shortly after the class action lawsuit was filed last year, Nintendo reportedly stopped charging for repair of drifting Joy-Cons and began refunding those who had already paid for a fix, although it did not acknowledge an actual fault with Switch controllers. However, Nintendo's president offered the company's first public Joy-Con drift apology during an investor Q&A in June of 2020. Quote, we apologize for any inconvenience caused to our customers regarding Joy-Con controllers, Shintaro Furukawa said. We are continuing to improve our products, but currently Joy-Con is subject to a class action lawsuit in the United States and is, pen and is a pending issue, so we cannot comment on any specific actions we may take. Nintendo was hit with a new Joy-Con drift lawsuit in September, which accuses the company of planned obsolescence. Ob obsolescence? Obsolescence, a policy of producing goods designed to break so that they need to be replaced. The lawsuit was filed in Paris by French nonprofit consumer organization UFC Couchoisir, which said it was acting in a in a bid to get Nintendo to change the way Joy-Cons are manufactured. Oh no, I've just I've opened those things up. They are made rather cheaply. Yeah, I've opened mine up too, and it's just like, man. Getting the, it's like opening a laptop. You got to be mm -hmm. fucking careful to put that shit back together. Mm -hmm. Do I think Nintendo like they're acting like it's not a big of a problem when it actually is? But to say that it's not a big a problem that big of a problem, but then you're going to come out and apologize for the problem, like just acknowledge the problem and say we're sorry and we're gonna. This is how we're gonna fix it. Like you're just beating around the fucking bush at this point. I think the difference, because the last time that Nintendo had a class action lawsuit like this, the one that comes to mind is when Mario Party came out and all those oh, yeah. players used the middle of their palm 
to uh, do certain mini games, and then they got a glove out of it. I never got the glove. I wish I would have had. I wish I would have got one. <laughs> I think that by them looking at it in the sense of like, okay, but did anyone get hurt? The Joy Cons, some Joy Cons just aren't working. How do we mitigate that? We fix it, which okay. But the way that they've handled it so far is a lot of people are like, fuck this shit. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of people are like, well, I'm not going back to Nintendo until they fix their fucking products. Right. So my thing is the Joy-Cons are already so fucking expensive. They're $80. They're $80? They're like $79.99 for, like, if you wanted a different color pair or a second pair. That's crazy. Yeah, because I was like, oh, that orange and uh, I think it was orange and purple. I was like, those are fucking I, like, I love those colors. Not paying $80 for a new set of Joy-Cons. Fuck that. When I don't need to. I really need it's to, ridiculous. to fix the Joy-Cons that I have right now because I was trying to put the uh, the new shell on there. And I'm just like. You fucked it up. <laughs> I didn't fuck it up, but I need a video. I definitely need a video to f fix that. Oh, yeah. I followed a video on YouTube when I did my mod. Yeah. So. So. But. Yeah, man, it's just shitty business practices. Mm -hmm. Shitty, shady. Besides the first story, everything was kind of shitty and shady today. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. But the thing is, like, we say, like, oh, man, like, like it's shitty and shady, but Nintendo Switch, you still almost can't find them anywhere. Right. Because everyone's buying them. And I, would, I mean, the video game industry has fucking that and Amazon have made a fucking bank off of COVID. You know what's interesting? I didn't know about this until just recently. Uh, Amazon has their own gaming platform similar to Steam and uh, Epic Games. And the entire library, the entire digital library of SNK is free if you have Prime. Uh-oh. Yeah. So if you... That means it would be like Metal Slug and stuff, there's right? There's Metal Slug. Let me, let me pull it up real quick. There's Metal Slug. There's like... All the King of Fighters. Guess I'm getting the Luna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that it and, that it opens. And for up people soon. saying like, "What the fuck does he mean by Luna?" You should go back and listen to last week's episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Look at this shit. Metal Slug Three, Garu, Mark of the Wolves. Now has rollback. King of Fighters. Grow. Whatever. <laughs> King of Fighters '98 Ultimate Match Final Edition. Shock Troopers. The King of Fighters '97 Global Match. King of Fighters 2 2002 Unlimited Match. That's a good-ass game. I mean, but all that sh I mean, I could you could say that about anything. All that shit is, like, I could play it on something else. I you could, play it on but it's free. Yeah. It is free. They have Samurai Showdown 5 Special. They have The Last Blade 2. They have Baseball Stars 2. Shock Trooper Second Impact. Ironclad. King of Monsters. Sengoku 3. Metal Slug 2. SNK's 40th Anniversary Collection. The King of Fighters, what is that, 2008? You gotta say it right. The King of Fighters. The King of Fighters. I can't do it. Fatal Fury Special, Art of Fight, Fighting 2, Pulsar, Blazing Star. That's a good ass game. Samurai Showdown 2, The King of Fighters 2002. You get all that shit for fucking free. So if you wanna learn yeah. some. And you didn't even fucking know. Oh, I didn't know until just recently. Now they expire in March, but that's like a whole five, six months away. So learn yourself some fucking fighting games, learn yourself some SNK lore. And play these fucking games because they're Just great. Play Metal Slug. Metal Slug is fucking insane. Oh yeah, Metal, Metal Slug. Slug is fucking dope. It is. 
Anyway, th- that's all we got for the news, though. That's the news. We're going to hit them questions. It's going to be the same. Same. Oh, no. Zombie Hunter posted something shit. Yeah, we got a couple new ones. Mr. Haru VTuber Extraordinaire asked, if you had to make an Evo or FGC name, what would it be? I mean, Tornado Jones is pretty good. It, I've heard. Is I've he gone talking to a about game. the event? No, I think he's talking because he says in parentheses, same as it is here or a new name. I think he's talking about like what would be your wrestling name? Like what would be are, are you going to be are you going to be anti Chris? Yeah. Or do you want to be like fucking yipes? Do you want to be Jay Wong or do you want to be yipes? Like you got to. Right, you right, know. right, right. No, I like it. I think Tornado Jones is good. Tornado Jones rolls off the tongue really well. And it's like I've gone to a third strike tournament and like I've had people like the commentator was like, what's your name? I was like, Tornado Jones. He's like, that's fucking cool. I was like, and then I got up there and lost. He was like, you're not that cool. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, oh, he's picking Ken. He must know Ken. I was like, I don't know shit about third strike. (laughs) Bro. (laughs) I just, I got a parry and I was happy. So, (laughs) um, no, I like anti Chris. People are going to look at me like I'm some sort of fucking edgelord though. I'm just like, anti Chris is better than scrub versus V. Yep. I like, yeah. I don't know. You just clung on to Antichrist really hard when someone said it. You're like, that's me. <laughs> well, no, the entire thing started because we was like, we need another name for well, someone just for said Antichrist. And you're like, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's it. I was just like, yeah, I'll take it. Because <laughs> I was going to be like, yo, Bizarro Chris, because it was like the whole Superman thing. There's two no, it should be Nega Chris. Nega Chris. Someone can. You got to be careful that with that one, though. So yeah, someone, someone fuck it up on fuck purpose. That up real easy. So I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to not do that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So. Now, Tornado Jones is pretty good. Like I said, the evolution of Tornado, Tornado Jones, it used to be Tornado Jones 69 because I was stupid. Nice. And then it switched to Tornado Jones 88 mm-hmm. if I couldn't get Tornado Jones. That's just the year I was born. And then most of the time I try to get just Tornado Jones now. Right. And, I mean, the history of Tornado Jones is like my buddy Lance in high school had said something like, he said like Tornado Jones and I was in I was like, man, I'm trying to find like I was on the PS3. I was like, I can't find a good screen name. I mean, you're talking to the guy that in one of the Monster Hunter games named his character A7X because I suck. So <laughs> and then I soon after that, not long after that, I found Tornado Jones and I was like, OK. So I like Tornado Jones is kind of sentimental to me. I, I, I took mine just because it, it is what it is. Hail Satan. Um, If you could go back in time and be at one fighting game tournament moment, which would you choose to be at? I mean, Evo moment. Um, I'm banning that one. I'm banning that one. I don't know any other ones. (laughs) I don't know any other ones. (laughs) Uh, I want to go to Co-op Cup 17 because the commentary on that shit is fucking wild. You need to go watch. Yeah. You got to watch Co-op Cup 17. I would. Majin so Obama would go, loses his fucking mind. I would go back to any like Marvel versus Capcom 2 where like Yipes is commentating. Okay. I don't know any of the specific tournaments but outside of Evo Moment. What is it? 30. Evo, Evo Moment 37. 37. I thought it was 34 for some I mean, there's there's not a 1 through 36. I don't know why they call it Evo Moment 37, I, but... I don't know either, so... But, yeah, hi, anything that has a good, like... I mean, I've even seen, like, shit games have good commentary. So, like, a good commentator can, like, change my lo- love for a, an event. Mm-hmm. 
So, but on, on the other hand, a shitty commentator can just be like, dude, get the fuck out of here. I got to look up the fight. It was, it was blaze blue. I want to say chrono phantasma or continuum shift two. There was a, it's probably in your stream opening. No, no, no. I don't have this one. Uh, it was oh, okay. Evo. I want to say it was Evo 2013 or 2014. This, uh, this lychee player got completely fucking hosed in, um, in not in finals, but like leading up to finals, and he got placed in losers bracket, and he fought his way all the way up, and he was going up against somebody who was the favorite to win Evo, and he was playing Azrael, and he fucking fought tooth and nail to reset the bracket and won the match, and I oh wow for, that's always that great. it's it's awesome it's absolutely fucking amazing. Well, it's like watching a Super Bowl. You don't want to see someone win the Super Bowl seventy five to eight, right? Like you want it to be close. Exactly. So that that would be my choice. If there was I can't remember which it might have been Evo 2013, maybe 2014, but there was a guy in Street Fighter 4 that was a pad Zangief player. Mm-hmm. And I can't uh, my buddy Busta Wolf in the Discord would know exactly what I'm talking about, but he made it to like he was the rookie. He made it to top 8. I think he made it to like top 4. And it was just like holy shit he's gonna do it he didn't he didn't win all the way but he did a fucking good job and everyone was just like holy shit there was another he might there was another player that was a hakan player that got into like top eight and i was just like yo fucking hakan's gonna win evo and he didn't but (laughs) (laughs) uh it's just really good i've seen like you know shit with jay wong too where like he just resets the bracket mm-hmm. he's like fuck it anytime a bracket gets reset you're like all right Shit's about here to we get fucking real. go here the view the twitch views have gone through the fucking roof mm-hmm. so yeah the um what is it i mean it sounds silly saying it but there is a uh, a smash tournament back in 2016 uh ceo 2016 for smash Fucking, that was when Anti won CEO, and he was the big-time underdog. Um, yeah, that's always great. Yeah, that was that was a crazy fucking, crazy fucking tournament. That was, like, I think it was... before people started realizing that Cloud was really fucking good. And he's mainly a yeah. Mario main, but he switched to Cloud for some reason, and he was beating ass. There was a lot of, beating, close, yeah. lot of close calls, so... Well, Cloud was also broken back in that. That wasn't an ultimate, was it? That was four. That was four. Um, but like yeah, nobody, Cloud was nobody broken. was really using Cloud all that much. And then like after CEO twenty sixteen, I think another That's event after when. that, another big thing was like Zero got knocked out really early. So like everything mm-hmm. was fucking free game. Like all of the the major the major players like Mister R Zero Nairo Mango um, just. Any any pedophile, any pedophile that you can think of in Smash, um, they all got knocked out. And anti to go diddle kids exactly. So, <laughs> so anti one, I mean, I mean, anti had one of the the worst allegations against him, but the memories were nice. It was a really good tournament, and I think that would be cool to see that shit again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna say something else too, but I can't remember what it was. But yeah. I've been there where you're just like, oh, God, those reset the brackets are so nice. Yeah, they I are. love them. They're, so. they're outstanding. Uh, Zombie Hunter asks, how do you feel about Insomniac's changing? Uh, he wrote Insomnia. How do you feel about Insomniac's changing Spider-Man for the definitive edition? The backstory on this is that they changed the way that Peter Parker looks in Spider-Man 
like the uh, the OG Spider-Man for the remaster on PS5 and to make him look like Tom Holland. Yes. I don't care. I mean, yeah, I think it's stupid, but I don't really care that much. So I I like Tom Holland, so like whatever, but like rip to the actor that was the face actor for the other one. I'm I'm not really fond of when they try to cross reference the the movies to make them yeah. look like I let let the video games be separate. Let them let them have their own thing. Game still it, game still plays the same. Games, Who cares? Game's still the same. He puts a mask on. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna sit there and be like, oh, that's Tom Holland, because like I like, own Spider Man and I still haven't fucking played it. And if I'm sometimes, gonna... sometimes the internet just needs to shut the fuck up about some stuff. Like just let shit go. Nope. They gotta find the hill to die on, dude. If you can own, oh, happy dude asked. If you can own one arcade machine that people would be shocked that you own, what would it be and why? For example, mine would be the actual Mortal Kombat 4 machine because I actually enjoy the black sheep of franchises. I mean, mine's not shocking because it's like I've always talked about how much I love Hydro Thunder. Mm -hmm. But one that would shock people? I don't know. I don't know what would shock someone when they came in. I think for people that don't know me and listen to the podcast, if they were to see the Hydro Thunder cabinet in my office, they would like family members would be like, what the fuck is this thing? So, like, I guess I could pick the Hydro Thunder one, but it's like anytime I'm like Star Fox, Hydro Thunder or Legend of Dragoon. Like, that's my answer to all these fucking questions all the time. So, I don't know, some weird pervert game from Japan like that would bring turn some heads. I don't know. I would like house of the dead cab like one of the newer ones i think those are cool yeah the f-zero ax one would fucking turn heads of anybody would turn heads be like holy shit you actually have you're one of not these? fitting that in your office there's no way don't fucking tell me what to do <laughs> <laughs> i have a two-car garage that doesn't have cars in it and i can i'll fabricate it to get that bitch <laughs> to have it in there like clean and all that shit it has its own room yeah, this is this is the F Zero AX machine room. Mm -hmm. Well, wh what are you doing there? I'm like, we play F Zero. Like, <laughs> and by we, we what's mean... F Zero? Get the fuck out of my house! <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a dead franchise? I'll kill you. <laughs> I mean, you could already say that I technically have it because I have Garo on on cab. But like, if you knew me, you would expect that. But if you don't, like, yeah. Garo is like the third strike for SNK. Like, it's beloved. Yeah. Everyone yeah. fucking loves that it's game. It's a staple. It's a staple. As far as, like, obscure, I I'm pretty high on the Rumblefish right now. I just got done playing that. It's really good. I'm telling you, dude, it's really fucking good. It's a really good game. Um, I can't really think. One of those Gundam ones that we played. Oh, Connor, dude. That yeah, that cool. would be sick. The, the You'd have to have two. Mm-hmm. At least. So you could do, yeah. But really. If you want to go all out, have four. <laughs> no, it's four on four, I think. So you would need, like, the whole fucking shebang. Well, me and Co we we did two on two at MAGFest. Okay. It was four machines, two on two. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I don't know what that other. That game was fun. Oh, the fucking initial D8 cab. That oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be fucking dope. Just, like, what's, like, like you would have a room for that? And, like, yeah. people are like, what is that? Is that music just always playing? It's like, always yeah, playing. It's deja vu. It's, it's deja vu it's on loop. You playing. shut the fuck up. Like, I'll plug it in and just walk away just so I can listen to the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. Yeah. 
but I'm trying to think of other ones like some cool cabs like I just I haven't gone to enough car arcades to remember just ones that would turn heads and like if there was a Parodius machine Parodius was only on consoles though but Parodius would be like people are already like what the fuck is this game but to have a machine that plays oh, that oh yo um oh fuck what what the fucking game is it Killer Queen is that it yeah yeah, yeah. oh Queen. yeah yep. that would turn heads cuz you're like is this for five people? <laughs> <laughs> and you have two? <laughs> yeah, those things are custom built. Yeah, yeah. Killer Queen would be fucking dope to have. Mm-hmm. Killer Queen would be But sick. getting ten people. Like, hey, I need nine people to come over tonight. That has to go We're playing Killer Queen. That would have to go in the garage. That has its own house. Like, it has its own mini house. Pretty much. <laughs> that would be insane. Yeah. Yeah, Killer Queen, like those, those, those are the most recent, like unique arcade cats. Also, anything like Taito Drum Master. One, Thank you. That's cool what too. it's fucking called. I was sitting here yeah. trying to think of the Japanese name because that's yeah, what Taito Drum Masters. Well, there's the actual name, the actual Japanese name, but like, thank you. I couldn't fucking think of the English version. My bad. <laughs> yeah, no, that game is fucking dope. I love that. Yeah, yeah those are fun. I like rhythm based games. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, no, that's all I got. That's all I know. That's it. That's it. That's all I got. What do you got yeah. going on? Maybe this the week? guitar hero. The guitar hero ones are, eh, they're fine. If I could custom, you know, I heard that there is a Rocksmith mod that you can like actually have Rocksmith as an arcade, and I think that would be really cool. That'd be cool. I think Wooly and uh, Little V have been doing Rocksmith over on his channel. I did. Wooly is terrible. He's bad. I mean, but he's not a musician. So yeah. Oh no. I, little V's a little bit better. Yo, did you hear Little V's cover of not, Virgil's theme? I know theme? what you're talking about, and I have not. It's real. It's for good. It's for good. Little V usually that, fixes things that are broken. So you should probably put that as the ending song to this one. Okay, so. fine. <laughs> yeah, there I'll do it, it is. I couldn't think of anything else, but yeah. Uh, uh, I, I I turned my friend onto. She sent me a message on Facebook and was like, "Hey, check out this." Uh, Synthwave's Legend of Zelda channel. I was like, this is pretty cool. Have you heard the Eurobeat channel? She goes, what? And I was like, <laughs> I, I sent her the F-Zero Eurobeat, and I haven't heard back from her, so I'm only assuming that she's died of excitement. So, <laughs> some, some of those remixes are really fucking good. The Mega Man X one, the F-Zero one, the Star Fox one's really good. Mm-hmm. The Gerudo Valley's fine, but... Uh, those first three are some of the better ones. The Hydro so. City uh, or Hydrocity Zone for Sonic. That one's also really yeah. good. It's just all the thumbnails are great because it's just the characters with a super serious face. And they're drifting. And it's, it's, they're all drifting. Yeah, it's it's, it's all Eurobeat. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. So There you go. All right, man. What do we got going on this week? I've got more Sonic 06. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've got that. I was planning on breaking that up throughout the week. Uh, I don't know if I'm playing fighting games this week. Uh, whether or not Keon is here or not, I'm going to find something stupid to play because I always have something stupid to play. Um, you know what we should do since closeout happened. Are you streaming on Tuesday? Do you plan on doing something on Tuesday? No. Do you have plans on Tuesday? I don't know. I'd have to double check. Probably not. I think my We wife... should do the Mario 64. Okay. We We should do the Mario 64 race. I, we have to make sure this podcast comes out on Tuesday, so <laughs> tune into our Twitch channels, uh, twitch.com or twitch.tv backslash 
Uh, anti Chris SV. What's your tag? I don't know. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash anti Chris underscore SV. Because for some That's reason, anti Chris can't be chosen, even though there's nobody. First off, I am number four on the list when you search anti Chris. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, you made me fart. <laughs> there is not anybody on the list. I searched. I searched the entire roster of anybody that had the name Antichrist straight down. Nobody has the name. All of it is some stupid variation of, like, some edgelord being satanic and shit. And I just want to have a good old wholesome time with a borderline edgelord name. All right? I'm number four on the list. Give normal me the tornado name. Jones is, normal Tornado Jones is taken. I have to do Tornado underscore Jones. Fuck them up. Uh, that happened with Mega Ran, too. Mega Ran can't get Mega Ran. He has to do Mega underscore Ran. Bunch of bitches. And he, he's even contacted Twitch. He's like, hey, the guy that has Mega Ran has been inactive for like two years. Uh, can you like take it away and let me have it? They're like, nah. Like, fuck you, Twitch. Hate him. Yep. They can run backwards through a field of dicks. <laughs> they can long jump backwards <laughs> the backwards long jump into a field of dicks yeah, yeah. <laughs> i want that on a shirt i hope you backwards long jump into a field of dicks <laughs> that's the pocket that, that, that has to be it right there that's that's it uh also crash 4 and star wars squadrons came out on october 2nd i haven't played either one of them i heard crash 4 is supposed to be really good and i'm gonna pick that up the resident star wars fan in our discord fucking wax i think he's been mm -hmm. playing it religiously so i'm gonna check in with i him. watched uh alana pierce and raul that was on he's an actor that frequents funhouse stuff mm -hmm. they were playing with the developers uh last friday night the game seems really interesting. There's only cockpit view. You don't get third person. That's cool. I like that. I like that yeah. stupid jank shit. And the, they were playing as the the Empire, and the TIE Fighters looked pretty cool. Okay. Like, once you're – because you have a health bar, and then once you, like, start getting super low, like, your glass cracks and, like, all this other shit. That's so, cool. Like, it's pretty cool. There's different – like, there's tons of customization for your uh, – for like your TIE fighters or your X wing or your A wings or your Y wings or like they have tons of different variations of all the ships and all that stuff. So looks pretty interesting. I'm with it. Uh, it's got very mixed reviews right now oh, really? on Google. Yeah, I think Google. One of them was like some was eighty eight percent. Another one was a six out of ten. Uh, so I don't know what's going on with it right now. Crash Four has really good ratings. I'm gonna go get a physical copy of that. I'll probably I would like to stream that this week, but. I want to stream Monster Hunter. I want to do the Mario race. We're going to try and do Among Us if we can get some people on Thursday yes, night. Yes, I'm going to try to reach out to everyone that I know. See, because yes. I, I don't think that everyone from, from Megavisions is going to be available, so I'm going to see if somebody... No, Scotty won't be available. It'll be you, me. H2O might join. I don't know what he's got going on. Mm -hmm. We don't really have much other... If, Sorry, I thought I heard something. If I can get like all the other streamer friends to fucking do something, we might be. Game tracks would probably do it. Maybe I'll, I'll hit them up. I'll hit them up and see yeah, what we he should says. probably do that. And then so we got that. I'm gonna try and stream more. I don't have like works calm down a little bit. Classes. I still got homework, so I gotta stay on top of that shit. Mm -hmm. But uh, 
yeah, that's it. We're going to do some more streams this week. And I got to work on uh, putting the videos out from the marathon. I got to edit them and publish them for YouTube so people can go watch the Dreamcast Marathon without copyright shit. Yep. Because some of our VODs got muted from the transition screen. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so we got to be careful with it. But that's all we got. Sweet. Anyway. All right. Y'all take it easy. Enjoy little V. Yeah, enjoy little V. (laughs) Take it easy, guys.